0: Um, episode seventy-two, Galen Trombley Show. We have back Anna Hewitt. Anna is on for show number, I think three, three.
1: I think so. Yeah. First solo, was, sh- first
0: solo show, or no?
1: This is my first solo show.
0: Really? So you, the big last? Deal. Okay. So she's been on with Steph Damaris. I'm trying to get Steph back on. I was doing just a different like scheduling's a little hard with everybody, and I figure both of you are fun to talk to individually too, so I figured would give you your own podcast. And you can yep. talk for all three of us, so we figured we'd just give you a little I more time. <laughs> and uh to talk. And so what I found out today um, with the podcast is that I thought Anna had been here a lot more recent than she has because you walked in and she goes, oh, I love the pillows on your couch. They've been on my couch for months, months and months and months. We moved in here June 1st of last year. You actually, I think, remember when we did the podcast We were, were we sitting over there or were we sitting here? No, we
1: like, we started over here because remember we had a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. And. We moved the table. It was, yeah, yeah, but I swear it was right there.
0: No, I think what happened was. Maybe I'm crazy I think we moved the table over for the podcast the day we did the podcast. Probably. So I think this table was actually moved the day you guys came into the podcast. Because I used to have it up against that wall. Yeah. And I had a bunch of crap like boxes and stuff through here. And then, we, so you have you ever seen the couch?
1: Yes, I love that couch.
0: So you've you came in. I've
1: sat on that couch a couple times. So it's been and then, there, and you had your
0: butt imprint. Yep, that we had to wipe away. So yeah, but if
1: it's velvet, it wasn't sweat. No, no, no. It, was, <laughs> it just it happens to anybody that sits on it, but
0: um. So you must, you came in here then without, oh yeah, you came in here, but you didn't do a podcast. Yes, that's I came the, in
1: to go over marketing stuff, but we were in the right. other, we were in the conference room. That's right. So, and then I came in again for something else, but it wasn't a podcast. It was like a meeting. I don't And remember. then I came in the, w- during the winter time back in December and I met Aaron and you upstairs at Boyer Benner.
0: Okay. So, you've so been, I've
1: been all over, but not here, okay. like in this Because then you said something room. about my
0: shelves. I'm like, the shelves have been there. And then you went in and said you had Christmas bulbs or, like, or ornaments. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. Yeah. So she... She just proceeded to grab a bunch of stuff, which is fine. I, you know, I come you're here and go one of my shopping. Favorite, favorite person. Um, you told me you have a shopaholic syndrome right now. Oh, yeah, it's bad. So, so how bad is quarantine it? Quarantine. What, what have you bought that you would like to share from quarantine? Well,
1: what have I not bought? Brady? i What, yeah, <laughs> what is like, she not? At Brady. Oh, my God. I have actually a really funny story about the shopping yesterday. So, we raided our living room the first week of like COVID 19 being like wicked bad. So we were buying new furniture. When you actually came to our house, it wasn't even done yet. So we had stuff coming also, and different. things had been delayed from the quarantine, the FedEx, UPS, everything was backed up. Um, so it's been like a gradual fix the living room. I got some new stuff for our dining room. I redid a whole bunch of the kitchen during COVID-19. I had a whole bunch of time on my hands. Um, but then recently TJ Maxx and Goods opened back up. And you know, that is- I am uh, I own it. I need a share in the TJ Maxx home goods stock. And long story short, yesterday I went back to home goods for the fourth time in two weeks. And I again came home with $120 worth of stuff. And I was so terrified that Brady was going to like rip my head off. I had my aunt back her SUV up onto the front like porch because we have a security camera. You snuck it in. I s- tried to sneak it in the front porch. So I went it because his truck was gone. So we were like, perfect. I don't even have to sneak it. We'll just put it on the like porch. I'll unpack everything later because it was dishes. So I needed like time to like scrape the stickers. So I was like, I'll wait for him to go to bed and then I'll come out and he won't even know. I run in the back door like a psycho and he stands up on the couch and he's like, what are you doing? Because the SUV is backing up on our lawn. <laughs> I was like... What are you doing? <laughs> or is this truck? He it's getting fixed and I didn't know. Oh. So I wanted to get work done, so he didn't have a car. So like my face got bright red and then I like stuck out the front door and I like stopped right in. I was like, stop, stop, stop. He's here. <laughs> so I sent some of it back, like, with her.
0: So he doesn't know about the
1: I confessed last night. Oh, okay. Because I wanted the stuff. So
0: just won't let him know that the podcast is out.
1: Yeah, no. I confessed last night, but he like stared at me and you could tell he was and I confessed in front of my parents and my grandparents so he couldn't be like are you kidding me? Yeah. So he had to. He had to play nice, and I knew he wanted to like punch me though because I was like, I just like three weeks ago I was like, we have to save money for the wedding. Stop buying like the golf carts and all this stuff. All these like random. You bought a golf cart. No, uh, he bought one of those like what is oh, the, oh, a pole the cart. push cart? Pole yeah, car. yeah okay. I was like, you. We They're all like need a, to driving stop. Golf cart. Like, that's, no, that's nice. I wish I'd like one of those. But I was like, we have to stop spending money. You need to get it together. Like I was acting like a mom, and then I went to Home Goods and. Life really happened, you know? Bad things.
0: So, so, so I showed up. Except
1: he's okay because I'm not putting it on a credit card. So, like, then he'd really kill me because when I go to TJ Maxx and put a credit card, like, payment. Well, if I go to TJ Maxx and swipe the credit card, he's like, why are you putting it on the credit card? Like, stop charging it if you're going to buy it. Like, stop being that person.
0: Are you you a cash buyer? Like, when you buy stuff, you pay cash?
1: Um, usually... I like, um, I or only debit. try to buy stuff if I know I have like, which it's not really a problem, but I just sometimes love being able to spend a little bit more on a credit so, card and so, be like, whoops. So <laughs> so,
0: so my, my wife's the one that like she'll pay in cash, like yeah, a I lot. I never have cash. I never, yeah, I have no cash. I put... 99% of whatever I buy on a card, just yeah, because it's convenient, that's usually me and I just pay at the end yeah. of the month so like
1: we even do like our grocery shopping on credit cards and then just pay it back later because you get points and all that stuff I do
0: anything if I yeah. go to like into the store to grab a bottle of water gas I put it on we get card. points
1: for we have the mobile credit card and we get off oh yeah. we get it's actually kind of crazy how much money we save using the mobile credit card and then like once a month we just do one big big payment on it um but yeah when I um I think I just take advantage of it sometimes so,
0: so i I saw you guys randomly one day, and I forgot what I've dropped off. I dropped something off to you, and I forgot, but we that was the first time I saw your house, but that was the yeah. first time I'd actually like talked to people, yeah, I, I remember I me came, too actually, yeah, you said that, and we came I came here like for the quarantine, I probably stepped foot in my office, which is a place I spend a lot of time, obviously normally um. Three times during quarantine, oh maybe God. four, and if you combined all the minutes, fifteen minutes. Meaning, like I'd walk in, Grab spend something. like three to four yeah. minutes grabbing some stuff, and I walked out. I didn't. I literally had didn't print anything over quarantine. I didn't have to. So, to come, that was one of the days I came here, did that, and then I, I whatever I forgot. What the heck? They drop off to you.
1: Um, I'm trying to think, oh, uh, your reusable shopping bags.
0: Oh, that's it. I was going to say, I yep. just drop something random off. So, cause
1: you know, I got to add to my collection of your and, stuff too. And, yeah, <laughs> I know. And the
0: reason I did it was cause I had like, it was just nice to drive around. So I'm like, I yep. guess I'll just make a special trip to, well, I went a special trip, but kind of like semi out of the way to drop yep. them off. And then we ended up just kind of hanging out and talking. And then I think Brady was like went golfing or something, was he, making steaks. He or, was
1: making ribs. ribs. So <laughs> his, uh, quarantine projects have been golfing. He and um, I mean, aside from golfing, he's been. We tried smoking ribs a couple times. How was that? We grilled them. He's actually gotten really good at it. It's yummy. You have a smoker? My aunt and uncle do, and our backyards are connected. Yeah. So we were gonna get a smoker for Christmas this past year, but we both at the last minute were like, we don't need a smoker right now. Like, how often are we actually gonna use it? It's now that we're like, because we had just started, like right before Christmas, we did our first batch of smoked ribs, but then we never really touched it again. But with. COVID-19 we were making a lot of stuff at home because you can't go out to eat we Mm. didn't even do a lot of takeout I was scared of everything (laughs) I was like a chicken yeah Um, because you had
0: a we won't name the restaurant but you had a bad experience with a restaurant takeout and then which you just threw out so we we won't put them under the bus but they uh or throw them under the bus but yeah they made
1: it right so I guess I can't be too psycho but it was horrendous you had had a free
0: meal out of it which is good they took they took they stepped up um so um a couple things. So we, there's a lot, a lot of stories. So we were just talking before this for many reasons, and Anna and I found out yours and Brady's backstory, yep. which I don't know if we have to go fully into it because I heard it, <laughs> but you can. So I found out that that was. You guys have known each other for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. And only dated for a small amount of I say small, relative yeah. to the rest of the time. Yeah. And then now you're just overspending his money on yeah. home good stuff. So like now full I come circle. home and I'm
1: like, Brady, can I have forty dollars? <laughs> that's so can much better when you were just dollars? when you
0: just friends. Yeah. So he signed up, but that's all right. Um so I wanna ask you, you are back on the blog scene. I am. So give us a background <laughs> on on the infamous L Bell. Oh Which we did God. talk about before, and I have, I, I have it up on my shelf, and staying up there proud. I'm a big Elle Bell supporter oh still. Oh, God. Um, how many people have that mug?
1: Um, I think everybody in my family does, a lot of my friends, and I had a shop when I was running Elle Bell, and some people would buy the L Bell mugs just because they were reading the blog. I don't even know who they are. They were strangers that were just reading. So how many
0: people do you think have it?
1: Um. Looking back now, I don't, they weren't like the highest quality. So I don't know now, like but probably like...
0: Basic ceramic kind of.
1: Probably like 400 people. I kept 400? I had a, yeah, I had a lot of them come in. I was giving them away as like... Get, like what you did. I was giving them to my friends, my family, my coworkers. Because oh, I was oh. working in an office job. How many
0: people bought them?
1: Um, the mugs probably... I think I sold about 50 of them. Because I had to get... That's it insane. Was, it was enough because I had to get a box at the post office because every time i was mailing stuff i didn't want it to be my parent i was still living at my parents house i didn't want my parents address on the stuff so
0: when you were doing that you were how how old were you again
1: i was a f- freshman in college so 18
0: you're what 23 now yeah so
1: this wasn't that long ago 5 years ago yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, a lot has changed in five years no, I, because you, look you are, at that logo. It's a not young a good lady now, not, thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that, that, that looks like clip art from junior high, but that's fine.
1: Literally. And I paid someone to do that. That's the worst part. I, yeah.
0: That's your worst. Do you, were they someone you know?
1: Um, It was someone that was recommended to me through. Like local
0: or this like. Nah. She was
1: not local. She was through Rising Tide Society. Yep. And um, she, I had put out like a message like, hey, I'm looking for a graphic designer. That's like lower budget. Yep um living paycheck to paycheck here can't be doing yeah. this can't
0: flaunt it i yeah.
1: i invested into the graphic designer easily fifteen hundred dollars because she wow. built my website how i wanted it mm-hmm. she bought fonts for me she bought all the stuff that i needed because i didn't know how to do any of that mm-hmm. and then i bought like the books on how to do it all from there and now i can do it pretty well i wouldn't hire a graphic designer anymore but um, have
0: you ever looked at a uh, fiverr no you know what that is? No. F I. No. F, yeah, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Fiverr. If you ever need graphic designs, I'm telling you right now, if you go on, it's all oh it's all freelance people.
1: This would have made my life easier. You would have saved
0: 1500 bucks. No, probably not because of the website, but you would have saved it from the graphic design standpoint. Oh, my so God. So what happens if you go on Fiverr, anywhere from $5 up to like $200, whatever, yeah. you can go on and say, I want to, I did this for my podcast. I went on, typed in. I'm writing this down podcast thumbnail do you want a piece of paper yeah
1: well no i'll put it in my notes okay
0: podcast like i went on and said i want a podcast thumbnail brought a bunch of people up to do podcast thumbnails then i kind (laughs) of looked at some they had done yeah went on there's different pricing so one guy was like five ten bucks i clicked on it it was like pretty good for like five ten bucks he would do one and just send it to you and you charge you ten bucks that's awesome for like 25 bucks i could edit it so basically he would send it to you Can you make a couple corrections? He would re-edit and then send it back. So I was like, I paid my logo twenty-five dollars. He sent you everything, so you get JPEG, um, PDF, um, PNG, all the different whatever those are called extensions. So now I can use it. So and it's mine. So he sends it to me. So that's what I've used. So my logo was done by him. So if you need any kind of graphic design, logo design, anything like that, because you're basically hiring out. Yeah, like hiring out these graphic design kids that went to college that have yeah. like no job and they do it on the side or have a job to do it on the side. Yeah,
1: and even like a hobby for them.
0: Yep. So if you're if you need something basic, like if you're like, I wanna and you can get some more expensive. You can say like $100 a hundred dollar person to come edit a photo. Yeah. There's actually some cool things online if you go one of the uh, I guess Vlog videographer guys I follow. His name is Peter McKinnon. He's pretty good. If you Google him, he's, he's kind of a crazy Canadian dude. Uh, drinks a lot of coffee, but he's a good dude. <laughs> so I watched some of his videos, and he actually will go on and compare Fiverr five dollar editors, ten dollar editors, totally. twenty. So he'll send the same photo to yeah. all of them to like two fifty, and he'll compare how oh they God. are. So he's done a few of those. So like you kind of see that's like,
1: such a good like creation. I so, never would have thought so, that was
0: a thing though. F I V E R. R. Com. dot com. i'm gonna
1: look at it when i get home i think Fiverr i got my logo rs. now like the one i'm using currently and actively on etsy i think i paid 12 dollars for it
0: yeah so the, and the, and these guys are like these are legit graphic designers they're not um
1: yeah like fake little
0: these people like you can making
1: go, it on microsoft excel
0: no no they're yeah. they're like most likely probably adobe or final yeah. cut Co- pro or final cut pros but a lot of probably adobe users photoshop um
1: Experienced people.
0: Yeah, so you... And they have all their work. They have reviews. They have all the stuff on there. They yep. Typically, the turnaround time is like a day or two. It's not long. So if you're like, hey... Yeah, you that's a of-
1: huge game changer too because when you have to wait, it's the worst. Because yeah, so you really can't do anything without the logo. You,
0: you could go on tonight, message somebody. They could have a logo designed to you probably by the weekend, latest Monday. And honestly, maybe tomorrow.
1: Oh my God, I might look at it when I get home tonight because yeah. I might this see will keep when you I light. Like.
0: This will keep you busy. Because well,
1: mine but- was just like a generic. I typed in... Lo- uh, I think I literally typed in like- For
0: Elbel or your new one? My new one. Okay. Because so I
1: didn't want to spend like a whole bunch of time on it because I didn't even know what was going to happen with this one. But Did I you design actually, your own website? Yes. I've, I've done more designing myself this time. I picked like a basic template obviously, mm-hmm. but then I know how to like go in and change all the stuff on it, um, which I didn't before. So that was something I had to learn over the last few years. But um, I run mm-hmm. the website where I work and I spend a massive amount of time every day doing it anyways. And I didn't want to do like over the top crazy because by the end of the day, when I'm doing my own blog now, I'm like, oh my God, I've been staring at a computer screen for yeah. 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get like random ideas. And then within a month of me, my blog now is a f- more so like a food gardening mm-hmm. lifestyle blog. Um, so it has a legit, legit like genre, I guess it mm-hmm. is. Um, Elle did not. Elbel was like a little bit of everything. And I think that was where.
0: What was your theme for Elbel? Bell?
1: So everything themed on the website was primarily um, like based off of like watercolor images, as you can see on that. It,
0: it, Various. It was branded as a watercolor
1: nice. website, and it was nasty. But
0: what was your topic? So, um,
1: like just basic lifestyle, and I did. I had a couple recipes back then, but I couldn't cook, so I did a lot of like. I would test recipes with my doodles, make them dog biscuits, all that, which I still do now. Um, I had some like crafts on there, DIY crafts, but I was also doing like a themed event website, kind of like what Jordan's doing now, Mm -hmm. where I would post the wedding information for that summer. Like what's good, what's bad, what I'd recommend, what I don't recommend, um, how to do like little parties themed out and where you can get all the stuff for an inexpensive cost. Um, so it was like a little bit of everything. So, but that's why it didn't, it became too much because I had people reaching out to me all the time to like give me their products for free to write a review. And then I had people that were sending me stuff that were like so off brand that like one, one person sent me um, free shampoo and the shampoo was like the worst smelling shampoo ever. And it ended up being a men's like.
0: It was like an all natural. Yes. And I was
1: like, I don't have a male in my life to give this to. I'm 18 living at my parents' house. Sorry, Brady. So I was like, I don't know how to review a a piece of men's product.
0: What, um, how many people read this? You Um, said you monetized it too.
1: Yeah. So I could see all the analytics on it. I think a lot of them were my family and friends, honestly. But I had anywhere from like 500 to 800 viewing a post at a time. Mm -hmm. And 800 was like a high number. Mm -hmm. But I had at least every month I was having almost two... I think it was 2,000 people. That was the highest number viewing the homepage. So as with every website, even business-wise... Once they do the homepage, it only drops after there because people rarely go like page to page to page, article to article to article. So it was a matter of like how far you could keep them in the website before they clicked off. But most of my traffic came from Pinterest. Um, Even now, actually, my so, traffic is coming from Pinterest. So
0: is your blog now? So what's, what's the name of your blog now?
1: It's just AnnaHewitt.co.
0: Okay. Which I like because we, did, could you get we came Anna, up with that? Did you get AnnaHewitt.com?
1: I did, but I liked the way .co looked. Looked oh, different. Okay. I don't know why. But you have do you it. own
0: both of them? Yes. Good. The no, was that because I told you to do it? Yes,
1: I bought them that day, and then I had it. I hooked it up to Squarespace. I think like three weeks later, mm-hmm. after you and me had talked about it, I went home that night after I left here and bought it. Mm-hmm. It was like thirty-one dollars for the annahewitt.com. Yep. And um, except I, I don't know if I ever that's solid. Again. You have so a fairly like
0: it. semi-common name. Yeah. Like I'm surprised there's yeah. not another Anna Hewitt already took um, it.
1: So I ended up hooking the AnnaHewitt.co to Squarespace. And that's the one I went with because I just liked the way it looked on the logo. I went back and forth a few times. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it was here, just a generalized conversation. And you had said like, you should just buy it so you have it in mm-hmm. case you ever wanted to do something with it. And then when COVID hit, I actually launched it. I think the second week of COVID-19 being like lockdown mm-hmm. because we had so much time. And I was doing a whole bunch of recipe testing and a lot of downtime. Again, I was working from home. So like nothing changed for me, really. It was harder, I think, because we just had way more like rules and policies that I had to be able to post, um, COVID response, all that stuff. But aside from that, I just had way more time because I wasn't tired at the end of the day because I wasn't working alongside all these other people. So I launched it. And then it was within, it was about a month of slow like, it was a, a very gradual increase, but the last six weeks have actually been, like, absolutely insane. Um, I had 1,700 openings on my blog as of this morning for to, the month total? of June. Yeah. Was that seventeen hundred?
0: fairly high?
1: Yeah, that's very high for a three-month blog.
0: How you – can, can you track who saw yes. this and where so they came from?
1: I can see every city down to a generalized location. I can see IP addresses. Yep. So it doesn't have your name, but like if you're sitting in Clifton Park. It's
0: what your computer is. And where I know
1: that your phone has clicked into my. And I can see if it's a mobile, like iPhone, desktop, mm-hmm. a MacBook, like all that stuff. It gives me right down to what you're using. Um, and I can see that like I had people in Clifton Park this morning. I had someone in Del Mar the other day that went into like every single article I have people in Colorado reading it all the time. California is getting a lot of pings now.
0: Do you post this on your social media? Like when posting? I
1: actually am not even like. I didn't know about it it. until you told me that. Yeah. So it's like organically being. Because I don't want to be that person that's like selling. Yeah. Like selling you my blog posts. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't cook, it doesn't really pertain to you. So Mm -hmm. like I share my recipes on Instagram, but I don't link the website. But I have so many people now sending me direct messages asking me, like, what's this recipe? Or how do I do this? Like I have randoms sending me messages that like I knew of in high school or college that are now reaching out to me to be like, what's a good recipe for like a chicken marinade? That sort of stuff. So
0: you probably didn't even, like I was going to say, cause if you had like a friend that moved down to college or something, who lives in yeah. Del Mar, like it could have been them. Yep. But then if, obviously if you're not posting it, they might know, might not. Yeah. It, which
1: I, it's in my bio on Instagram. So if you're okay. creeping on me, it says like in my website under my profile picture on Instagram, you can click right into it. I've shared a couple posts on Facebook though. Because I teamed up uh, LinkedIn? with LinkedIn.
0: Have you done on LinkedIn? Yeah, no, okay. I don't
1: think I've done my life. I see you
0: most on, to be honest, on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn a lot, but mostly for like my job, my day mm-hmm. job. I haven't promoted my own blog there, but um, on Facebook, actually, my biggest—it's funny—my biggest blog post to date, as of again this morning, um, was the I posted a huge explanation on my page about it was basically for the people who are not understanding what the black lives matter movement is. Mm-hmm. And I had a whole bunch of, I pulled like images from social media that explain it in a better format for you to understand. Like you're not, you shouldn't be picking one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that had an insane amount of, it was being, sh- it was shared in 49 out of the 50 States as of last week. Really? Like reposted, and- posted on social media. Other people had clicked into it.
0: I, I looked at, um, I'm not like a, my, I wouldn't be a good, Blogger because I don't think I'm a good typer. I'm not a good speaker. I do this, which I don't care. Like, I mean, it's me. But um, I used to be a pretty good writer back in high school, but obviously it's a skill I just haven't done in 10 years. Um, So the cool thing, I think, I haven't read through any of your articles because, again, just time. But what I did do, I did flip through it and look through it. The one thing that you do a really good job of is your pictures are very nice.
1: They're iPhone pictures.
0: So that's what I was wondering. <laughs> how do you, how do you, photoc- how do you, do you edit them too? Yes.
1: Yeah, so I use the, I downloaded Visco Pro. Okay. Um, and I try to do like the same generalized filters just to brighten them. I don't really edit. I sharpen them. Mm-hmm. I put a, a basic filter. I actually turn the filter down on a lot of them. The big thing for me at our house, though, is I take the pictures under a window. Like I put it right under a window, like put this. The, light, the natural, natural light, light. on yep. top of it lights it up way better than a yep. filter will. Um, but if you look back at my posts from March till now, even the pictures have like gotten better because I started to like test around with it, and I'd be like, "Okay, that looks horrendous." <laughs> one
0: of one of the things I really like because it looks very professional is like when I think you made like a guacamole dip yes. or a pesto dip oh or something. Oh like, my god, gu- my guacamole picture is like. Guac favorite. or pesto? I
1: think it's my salsa.
0: It's salsa? Maybe. Oh, some- my
1: pesto was pretty too. Though there was I something right There here. was
0: something that looked really nice. It was in a bowl. It was, it was like a yes. something you would dip in. And the photo was like very professional looking.
1: That one?
0: Yeah. Like it just looks like pesto. something that you would see like on a professional blog like that. So like the, the thing that I always like. I,
1: that one's the salsa.
0: The, it was That looks cool too. But the first one that you showed yes, was the one pesto. I was thinking. Yeah, pesto. That
1: was last week actually.
0: Yeah. That, well, it must have been your most recent one because that's the one yeah. I, I looked last week. Yep. So... Like, that's one of the cool things, is that the level of professionalism that you have is pretty solid. Oh, wait. Don't tell me that's... What? Mm. No, we should be good. My heart skipped a beat for a sec. That it wasn't
1: recording the whole time? No,
0: no, it was recording. The problem is, like, my, my, my... This glitches a couple times. Like, I'll start, like, beeping. Oh. But... The thing is, one time it didn't actually record. It was recording, but it didn't actually pick up.
1: Oh my God. And what
0: happened was everything's plugged in, but the battery had died and I had plugged it in separate. So I think, unless somebody uh, yeah. unplugged this, which I don't think so, that should be fine. I just don't it like the recording thing blinks for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. It freaks me out. Part of me wants to change and get like an actual mixing board that yeah. might be a little, I don't know, we'll figure it out. But, um,. It says it's recording. Sorry, folks. Sidetrack. <laughs> Little hiccup. This is a very, very low budget um, production here. Um, <laughs> so, but no, it looks really cool. So that's why I was always um, wondering. is just the the what goes into making it look yeah. good, and th- there is a level of professionalism. I wish I was better at it. Depending, but I don't. There's the thing is I do a lot of stuff, so it's like I, I try to dabble in certain things. that yeah. Jordan does a lot. Like, if I was just focused on one thing, I think I could get really good at yeah. one thing. But you do a good job at, like, really – your pictures are good. Like, I think you just – the one thing that I – which ties into what you're doing. I told someone this – actually, I told Aaron this in our meeting today. I said you were very creative. But I said that –
1: Oh, thank you. We are talking about marketing
0: <laughs> and something else. And I said, like, and I was just – I don't know. I forgot this whole storyline. But you came up. So the one thing you do that I think is really cool is you have a very good home decor eye you have a very good I love home decor. Yes, I, you're like you're like my local Joana, Joanna Gaines. My
1: god. Uh, someone else just told like me that the other friend. day and I was like, yes. I know that's like yes. your favorite. So,
0: but um the one thing I'm like super impressed by and I think you should start doing this for people cuz I contemplated I haven't needed it yet, but I think if I think Of an idea where I need it, I might hire you out to do this. Is your charcuterie? is it charcuterie board? My
1: charcuterie board,
0: charcuterie, yes. That, that's all, how bad I am.
1: Oh my god, do you all like my doing friends, those? I love charcuterie m- boards! Awesome, we do we have charcuterie boards at our house like once a week. That's Brady's favorite thing is I love those cheese crackers and meats. That's like the go to snack, go to appetizer. Um, but they just look pretty, like yeah. it's the easiest thing to do, and you can do like low budget cheeses from. Aldi's honestly has a really good cheese selection, as mm-hmm. crazy as that sounds. I love their cheese. And they switch it out all the time. Mm-hmm. You can just buy that. And I mean, I use the herbs from my own garden now. And we just always have crackers and cheese stocked up. And prosciutto, like salami. It,
0: it, it looks really pretty. And I'm sure people can find it on your Instagram or on your you can probably put it on your blog, too.
1: It, I have a whole charcuterie board post, and it explains, like, I have, like, seven different boards I've done, they're,
0: they're and really I, cool like, looking. tell
1: you exactly what I put on them so that you can go buy, like, the stuff and then make it at home.
0: One of my... The prettiest one I've seen is Fork and Knife Catering, which... It's,
1: oh, my God. I've se- I think I've seen the same one on Instagram, well, they, right?
0: They did our, our, um, our Christmas party last year, and food's phenomenal. Yeah, uh, so I've heard Al- good things about Alyssa, them. Alyssa and... Oh my God, I apologize, Alyssa, if you ever... She probably doesn't listen to this. But if you do, I f- I forgot your husband's name, but he's super, super good guy. So Alyssa and... Tyler? Taylor? I don't want to oh, yeah, butcher his name. I don't know their names. Adam? Last name's Senecal. Super nice people. Um, Alyssa works at the Chamber, so they do a very good job. If, if, if you want to hire them, folks, I 100% um, encourage you to do so. Um, but they make this... For our Christmas party, they made this huge, huge char- charcuterie. Charcuterie. Char- That's what I call char- it. Oh, oh, that, charcuterie. Is that the per- yeah, correct
1: pronunciation? Yeah, I'm pretty
0: sure. I'm like 99. Charcuterie um, board. So they made a really nice one. Look really pretty. That tasted phenomenal. Another one that tasted really good is Farmhouse Pantry.
1: I love Farmhouse Pantry. Up in oh my god, yes. Like, um, the, the owner. Most, of, like I don't know if she's the owner, but she's a great writer too. She's an oh, really? English professor at Clinton.
0: Oh, okay. So like. You you walk into like farmhouse pantry. It's like this old like house barn yes. thing, and it looks like very. It's
1: like farmers market vibes meets restaurant.
0: Yeah, and you kind of walk in, and it's almost like am in the right place? Because it doesn't. It looks like you're walking to someone's house yep. almost. Yep. Um, the food's phenomenal. We went. Me and Gina snuck away. We saw a movie, and we wanted to go eat. So we tried something totally different. We went there and loved it. it
1: yeah, it's good. And
0: we we got that board or the board whatever they had. Yes. And it was amazing. They had all the jellies and the yeah. jams and the, the breads they had. there were incredible.
1: I think they make them there too. I think they do. Because yeah.
0: you weren't getting out of like a bread yeah. store or just a store. Um, so where did you find out that you like that? And are you, would you ever like design those for people? Because I thought yes. about having like little parties and just being like, Hey Anna, I need like yeah. a couple platters. I've had
1: a couple people ask me if I would do it for like, um, I actually had one of my coworkers recently was like, would you just do that and bring it to the sales meeting? Because we sit there for hours and which we never did it because COVID hit and it's a finger food. So that's the tricky part about it. Um, But I've had multiple people ask me to make them a charcuterie board. But actually just recently, I last week asked one of my best friends to be a bridesmaid at my wedding. And I said, I have a surprise for you. And her response was, oh my God, are you making me a charcuterie board? And I like stared at her and I was like, that's what you want from me? (laughs) You want my charcuterie board? Oh, God. Because that's
0: one, like, I was thinking if I have, like, little parties, especially around Christmas time, because yeah. it's kind of a, a thing, it'd be, could you come and, like, make one and I could just pick it up and be, yeah. like, all nice and pretty?
1: Yep. And, and I could just, like,
0: buy whatever, you just, like, make it, just tell me how much it is, and that'd yep. be perfect. Yep, and
1: you can do them. Um, they are a little bit more expensive just because, like, you're buying well, a bunch of meat the and cheese The cheese and meat's get yeah. expensive. Yeah, and you yeah. want good cheese. Like, I love Cabot cheese. Um, I love Brie. Oh brie, I, I do. Brie have you seen my brie board? No. With all the fruit, and it's a brie wheel, and I like cut it all nicely.
0: I, I like fruit, uh, yeah. cheese, crackers, breads, yes. jams, olives, yeah, and like pickles, like just like, pickles a weird... go good
1: on it. Um, nut peanuts, any form of nuts, honestly, they go really well on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom gave me one of those advanced charcuterie boards with like the bowls to be able to separate, like, yes. cause you always want like a nice, it's, I want, I don't want to say mayo, but it's like a mayo yeah. or a mustard, do um, the, the jellies and stuff. Yeah. And the, actually the, my favorite one so far has just been the, um, the whole seed mustard, oh, which I got that idea mm. from Farmhouse downtown, um, twisted carrot. They okay. have a really good board. Really okay. good. I love it. Their bread's delicious. I don't know if they make it there. Um, I actually love the twisted carrots. Really, really good food. But they have a great board, and it's big, and it comes out. And Brady and I like, we'll just one day we went to lunch, and we both just got a board. Each got one board because yeah, it's so big the that best. the two of us are like.
0: That if I go to a restaurant and they have one as like an appetizer, that's what I like. Yeah. It's luckily, a my wife to. likes it too, but that's like what we share. Yep. That or like an antipasto salad, depending if it's like yeah. Italian. We like those. We make
1: that a lot at home too.
0: So that's just something I wasn't sure if you had had started to. Do as like a mini yes, catering thing. People
1: have asked me about it and that's something that I could easily do because the other thing you can do is um I actually am in a charcuterie board Instagram page. I figured I just like to look at them. They're like very appealing to me. You had a eye. whole
0: book on charcuterie.
1: Yeah, I did. I bought a charcuterie board book and there's like s'mores boards, uh dessert boards. Oh, I just hit my ear, sorry um a whole bunch of random things and the book is amazing and I am so I'm gonna make a s'mores board that's my next one
0: s'mores like dessert s'mores like yes you make a
1: s'mores charcuterie board except it's not meats and cheeses it's s'mores stuff and it's stuff you can do like Reese's peanut butter cups all different candies and then it all comes out and it looks so pretty on the board and I showed it to my mom my mom was like that looks amazing I was like I'm gonna do it I
0: might have you do that just to surprise my kid we have a little fire pit at our house that we've never burned we've never used they would love it and our kids just got into s'mores this year. So my son loves it. My daughter will eat anything, but she's one. So she doesn't know what a yeah. s'more is, but uh crew knows what s'mores are now. And then like around the, around the fire we can we haven't done one yet but that would be great if i could like surprise and have like a little so maybe i'll send you a
1: picture of it when i get home because it looks you just look at it and you're like that is everything i I need in my life i might
0: get it to bring down to our camp we do stuff like sunday nights at our camp to like dinners and maybe i can get it and we'll do it there with the kids
1: yep and i even have the big platters now i have like long skinny platters i use the long skinny ones for my brie boards um and then my charcuterie boards though i have like big round oval ones almost like a turkey platter because it's so big that it fits everything but the charcuterie page that i follow if i were to ever do it for like a company party or something if you buy the roll of it's people use parchment paper or just like the the brown wrapping paper Oh yeah, yeah yep. um you lay it across a table you clean the table first obviously and you just build the board on the table and then you can go like a massive size charcuterie for like a party of like 200 people. But again, that's kind of scary to me just because with COVID and the hands and everything. Uh, um, but it just looks beautiful. You look at it and it's like there's so many different options.
0: Do you do like the goat cheese? And, like, I do
1: goat cheese. All these has great goat cheese too. I love so, goat cheese. And it's inexpensive. You can actually Blue get... cheese,
0: stuff like that. Um,
1: actually, my favorite cheese lately in Brady's too has been, I think you say it, Boyson? B O I s-o-i-n i I think and it's like a soft cheese yeah but there's one that's like a shallot shallot and chives i think and one's like a garlic and shallot and they are delicious and they're only like three inches by three inches
0: different stuff with chives are good
1: oh my god it's so good and you like never want to stop the last three boards i've made they had it and that was the one cheese that there was not a drop left
0: what's the cheese you can get like a it's a cheese it kind of has like dill on it and i think it's the way they prep it
1: um is it you know the garlic i think it's garlic and herbs it, it looks be. like it. it's a dill it's but it's so delicious good. it's yeah. cabot it's a cabot brand is it we buy that one too all the time
0: so and like dill is one of those things where, like it's a weird flavor but you put it on like fish or cheese yeah. and stuff and it has like a it's good like af- i don't know it's like a it's a pretty strong taste
1: yeah it's definitely like, it's you can taste the herbs in yeah, it. yeah i don't, I don't whatever say, it is i
0: don't want to say strong and like spicy or like 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 horseradish, yeah. but it's like it, it's noticeable. It's, like if you yeah, take a it's bite there. It. Yeah, so I do like a good dill on the cheese, but I think you're right. Yep. And there's sometimes you can get like dipping. If you there was this place in Albany one time and they had all these French fries, and it's phenomenal. And they have all these little mayo dips.
1: My and, mom loves sunshine sauce, and that's a mayo dip with her French fries.
0: Yeah, but that's like the yellow one that you have with sweet potato fries, or no?
1: She does regular fries in it. She'll put but, anything. But it, but in it looks that. yellowish, right? Yeah, and, yes. and I think it has poppy seeds in it. If I'm remembering, it correctly. could. Some some of them make I different
0: ones like. Oh, well, we want to go into the sweet potato fries and, and dip. <laughs> like uh, latitude forty four makes a really good Yeah, one. I've
1: had I've had their sweet but, potato fries.
0: But their dip, um, they I think they put horseradish. Maybe I don't want to say that because it might be wrong. It has a little bit of a kick to it. Their dip, but yeah. it's really good. And then, um, what's it called? Actually, side note, like North Country does a lot of really good French fries.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I am a so I potato know which one, queen. I know.
0: What's your favorite French fry in Plattsburgh? I guarantee you we're going to be the same. Let's just talk because you mentioned a couple, but I, I have one on I my like, mind. I, I think, have a lot of them. I think you're going to say. What's your all-time favorite? I think... Um, um, wait, one, two... I got... <clears throat>
1: oh, I have a couple. I love the truffle fries from Iris's. I got
0: two. I'm going to see if you name them both.
1: If so, I just want a plain French fry, I do love Clarence Carl's French fries. But I'm,
0: but I'm saying any, any French fries type dish in, in the Plattsburgh area, oh, roughly. special fries. This is Claire and Carl's special fries?
1: I don't know if they call them special fries, but You yes. told me about
0: these. I haven't gotten them I would
1: yet. get them every day for the rest of my life if I could.
0: Those are your favorite fries in all of Plattsburgh?
1: Yes, easily. I get special... I crave special fries.
0: That that, that would be number one, Clarence Carl's special fries?
1: Like 150%. The only thing... Even, I settle for McSweeney's too, but Clarence Carl's is way neater. Their presentation is better. And it's bigger. So the way They to do give heart, you a lot of fries. Yeah, the weight of my big heart one. is a lot of potatoes.
0: Um, what, so my top two would be the truffle fries from irises
1: yes me too i love them and then
0: number well, that would be there and then also the greek fries from Alekas.
1: oh yes i do love That's those, one oh, that, I we you got were those the same day that no I, we I thought you were oh my god it, those i forgot about those actually yeah i love irises but greek fries are number two for me and then third have you do you eat at our house bistro
0: i they do have good french fries they have I, the
1: lemon rosemary yeah, oh, parmesan ones yes, and they those are, are good. so good yeah, those
0: are good too the thing with our house bistro, it's one of those that I can I've gone to lunch there a couple times and I can't do it because it's so heavy.
1: Yeah, and I can't eat their mac and cheese either. I have celiac. Oh, but you? yeah, I've, that's from like it's like fairly new, like eight months ago. But that's probably in um,
0: the last podcast before the last, or since it was, the last was podcast. Af- it was after the podcast. I didn't know that. Did yeah, because you. So you put that on your blog, and I'm like, I don't think she has celiacs. So then I thought, yeah,
1: I'm still. I have. I had to quit gluten the same day I got diagnosed because I was like,
0: how do you get diagnosed with gluten? Because I know some people that can't have gluten.
1: Um, I got
0: like actually, I know people that don't eat it because it bothers their stomach, and I know people that are legit. I didn't have any of
1: those. I didn't have any symptoms. Like my
0: my sister in law and their family have celiacs. Yep.
1: Um, I have celiac disease, but I don't have the stereotypical symptoms of celiac like the day, so i actually had so i have an autoimmune illness that has tipped me into other issues Mm -hmm. um that kind of just they progress over time and you can't really stop them they can just be like treated to make a moderate um So I had to do a procedure and it took, they took a sample out of my stomach, literally with an endoscopy. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's when they go down your throat and they do it all that way. And then they sent it away for lab testing. But the day I got the procedure done, my GI doctor was like, well, I don't think you have celiac. You don't have any symptoms. Like you're fine. I was severely anemic Mm -hmm. and I still am. I actually get iron infusions now. Um, so
0: you obviously don't give blood.
1: I can't, I'm not allowed because say, my autoimmune illness affects my blood. Yep. So they don't even like, I can't even offer to give blood, which I learned that when, um, I was trying to give blood, they had me fill out my sheet and everything. And then she came in and she was like, you have an autoimmune illness. I can't take your blood for well, whatever you sometimes have.
0: They, sometimes they test you for, I think they don't
1: they, they filter it. So they catch it,
0: but don't they prick what's
1: <sighs> they, I think they might do a blood test too for celiac, but they, that's not what they did for me. But my celiac disease was so bad. When they caught it, um, they were like, Well, maybe that's why you're anemic, because it can cause you to just lose blood, literally. Mm-hmm. Your blo- your I don't know if it's your red blood cells. I wasn't good at that stuff in high school, but um, they were like, You need to quit today. So I got the call at like one o'clock in my office and I had to quit my gluten that day after I just had a bowl of pasta. Oh, good. So I was and pasta is like my favorite food. So I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna live. So that was also where my blog now like took me because I've been like recipe testing everything with all my favorites, but making it gluten-free. You do spaghetti squash? I don't really like spaghetti squash. Zoodles? I hate zoodles. Really? Oh. I hate the texture of zoodles.
0: So you don't just... You just gave up cold turkey. Do you have a... Con, do you have any kind no, of... No, like... they
1: have really good gluten-free pasta choices.
0: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So,
1: actually, um, I've found so many different brands now that it's like I don't even, like, struggle with it. A lot of restaurants can give you gluten-free pasta, but, like, the thing is, is a lot of people think that you have to have, like legitimate gi issues to be diagnosed with celiac but it's not the case you don't have to have any of the gross like side effects any of that because i never had anything that even made them think oh my god you." so have you you celiac. only know
0: about this because they actually tested you and they said you they have- were
1: looking for something else they were literally like trying to figure out why my body was the way it was
0: so is your celiac what is this is it called celiac disease celiac disease yep so is that like bad enough where if you were to have gluten like right now you would get sick
1: yeah, so once you quit gluten, after you, it's for anybody. So a lot of people quit gluten for diets. Mm-hmm. And I know and they, two people call, that yeah. tried to reintroduce gluten back to their diet, and it made them, like, severely sick. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you have the symptoms of what a normal person is. But, like, um, for me, he was like, you just need to try to stay away from cheating. Obviously, every so often you cheat because sometimes, like, one time at Christmas, my someone in my family didn't know I had celiac. It had just happened a few weeks before and the only thing that was there were like breadsticks and hearty like wheat based things and i was and that was so early and it didn't matter but like now i literally have to pick and choose because if it's loaded with gluten you're just better to skip it because uh, if you try to reintroduce it it makes you sick
0: it's kind of like i've gone certain points you know in my probably the last 10 years where i don't drink milk not not because like yep, just kind of watching what I have and not having milk, and I don't like skim milk. Like I like whole milk. So I, I
1: love d- whole milk. I don't like milk a lot, but if I like milk, it's whole yeah, milk.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I drink only, only whole milk. So every yep. once in a while, I go on a kick where I just don't have milk or it's almond milk. Like yeah. So
1: Brady's lactose intolerant.
0: It was he like that before or is that
1: no? It's like in the last year. So at the same time I was getting diagnosed with celiac, he was getting diagnosed with Lacto-
0: being lactose, lactose, intolerant. lactose intolerant.
1: I don't know if you're diagnosed with it or like
0: how yeah, it works, I don't. But- well, so the, if I don't drink... If I want a year without drinking milk and I introduce milk back into my system, I don't get sick. If anything, I might get a little stuffy because you, you can get allergic to milk. I didn't know that. Yeah, so like that's why... Well, if you think about... I, I might have this wrong, but I think you can be allergic to milk, like sinuses and stuff that... Oh my God, you,
1: I had no idea.
0: Yeah, so it's weird. So a lot of times when I drink milk, if I reintroduce it after, like again, six months to a year or something and I put it back in, what happens is I get stuffy so like my nose will kind of get kind of kind of clogged and kind of feel like you know i'm kind of coming down with like a not that i get sick or really get run down it's just i can feel my nose get a little stuffy so you might blow your nose or just kind of breathing's a little heavier and then it goes back and it's fine so like yep i don't know i I, i'm lucky i haven't been allergic to anything um but like you said if all of a sudden you're fine with gluten because i know some people that were fine with gluten and then later on in life yeah got it.
1: it like comes on sometimes randomly for some people
0: yeah so it's crazy to think i mean hopefully not because not that i have a lot of i guess gluten in my diet yeah but it's
1: it is manageable though like, like lactose the, intolerant
0: yeah. would kill me would hurt me more than gluten yep I cut gluten. i would
1: i love like cakes and cupcakes and all that so i remember the day that he told me i cried i was like what am i going to do without my cupcakes like this is hell They make.
0: i mean they make gluten-free and cupcakes like, but it's, like three times but even much. like my pricing. own
1: baking and stuff, like I've learned how to like substitute xanthan gum with your flour that's gluten-free to make it like, I hate the word moist, but it's moist, like a regular cupcake, but, um, not dry. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like you have to do trial and error and it, there are definitely differences with the gluten-free flour that I use, but, um, I like 10 out of 10 recommend the King Arthur brand, yep. okay. um, which they're like right out of, I think they're in Lebanon, New Hampshire actually. They might be in Vermont. I can't remember. But um, they're right down where my office is now. So I can literally just pull. It's like 15 minutes from my office. I can go shopping for their stuff. And if you needed like pre- pre-made mixes, that sort of thing, they have biscuits. They have. This
0: is their actual store?
1: Yeah. And they have the best gluten-free so options. So King Arthur store? Yeah. And you can just go buy like. Really? Yeah. And you can buy the stuff in the grocery store too. Yeah. But um, you can just go like clean out the warehouse and literally get whatever you want. They have like the xanthan gum, which I like their xanthan gum more. And xanthan gum makes it helps. um, So, like, if you're making a loaf of bread, Mm -hmm. um, the difference in gluten free flour and regular whole wheat flour is gluten free flour is much more dry. So, like, if you're trying to make a pie crust, it doesn't stick as well, it breaks and crumbles. It's like it's almost like it looks thicker, Mm -hmm. but it's just more crumbly. And the xanthan gum is a gum that like holds it together. It's like to describe it, I guess kind of like an egg, maybe? Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like the egg without putting the egg in, which you can use eggs because you're not allergic to eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people who are vegan also do opt for gluten free. They choose to do both. Yes. I've met a couple people actually now that I've been diagnosed with celiac that say they are vegan because celiac disease like educated them on all of the.
0: Yeah, food's a weird thing. i I'm...
1: It's hard I'm when trying... you have something like that.
0: Like, the only thing. The only thing that I had ever, I think the only thing I've ever cut out of my diet would be like sugar. Yeah. And it's just more of like eating healthy. It's not like, it's not like I I purposely don't eat something. Like I only don't eat milk if I'm trying to like really kind of watch what I eat. Yeah. Cause I just don't want to have like, again, I'm only going to drink whole milk. So if I like right now, like if I'm trying to gain weight, then I'll drink a lot of whole milk. So I use it for that reason. I, I eat a lot of rice and potatoes. Um, I don't eat a lot of bread and pasta typically, um, yeah. and really, I'm not a huge dessert guy because I can go.
1: We don't eat a lot of dessert, but I do love a good dessert.
0: Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I, I,
1: I love, I love
0: ice cream. Cake. I ate ice cream almost every day of quarantine. Um, at least the first probably 40 days of quarantine. Really good and, for you. And I mean, you should every day. And I, mean, I, I mean, people are like, well, so what's that? Like four days a week? No, no, no seven days of the week. Um, <laughs> we were always stocked, so like you made sure you went and got ice cream. So right now also at Stewarts I've told a few people this and um, Stewart's makes a cold brew cookie dough right now seasonal flavor oh if you like coffee it is legit that
1: sounds good the
0: cookie dough is a s- espresso cookie dough so it has a little bit of a kick to it it's kind of oh like, like the kind of like the brew haha but has a little bit of a different kick um so if you are at Stewart's go to that I don't know probably the summer summertime flavor kind of thing
1: yeah maybe it's good Stewarts has good coffee though. They have it's, it's, a good uh, coffee. Stewart's. Is if the you're co- looking for something like quick and cheap.
0: So Stewart's was the place when I grew up, that's one of the first places I drink like mass quantities of coffee. Like yep. i go and get it. I lived in Chazy, Closest thing you're going to get to coffee without going to like the diner. Now I drink Starbucks more than I should. I drink Dunkin' Donuts. I don't like it as much. I drink Dunkin' Donuts because it's easy. And yeah. there's a thousand drive-thrus in the yeah, area. There's I'm the one same. Starbucks drive-thru. If I'm in Plattsburgh, I will make a special trip to Starbucks unless I'm like down here. Then I'll go to the one over like down by the base because it's there and it's like, especially right now, I get a lot of iced coffees. It's not as good though. So I'm a big Starbucks guy. Acceptance coffee, which you have now.
1: Yeah, I get to try that. that. was supposed to
0: go to someone else and I had a bag here pre-quarantine. It'll still be good. And I was going to give it to this person and then quarantine. I couldn't see them. So it's been sitting on my desk and then Anna comes in. She's like, I got to try acceptance acceptance coffee, which is great coffee. They sell it at Rolf's Rolf's Orchard. Um, Get you some if you uh, have not had it yet. And there you go. So I was like, now I can try it. It was like perfect. So get a grinder, it'll be good. Um, The other question I had is do you have any clue what that is? Because it looks like a stage.
1: It is the stage. I think it's the stage that the city bought.
0: For
1: the mayor's cup and those things. They bought a stage for the mayor's cup in the Battle of Plattsburgh last year but I read that they're trying to do something for July 4th down here now. Oh, okay. In your cars. That's what I read on Facebook. I don't know how real it is, but I bet that's why it's here. It's Im- I think it's four by eight squares of the staging units. And um, obviously it's on wheels, so you can like literally move it. So they were building But all that stuff comes down in parts, yeah. Yes. And that's the city stage. They bought that.
0: The city bought that. Okay, so where yeah. is that supposed to go normally? Is it down by where? Down the- where the
1: cut? tidal basin used to go up. Yep. They don't do that tent anymore. Okay. They ditched it from the budget.
0: okay. So they just bought one. I'm not one. a
1: stalker on this, guys. I literally used to do this. <laughs> this okay. is like random
0: information. <laughs> well, you guys are part of... The, um, You did all the, yeah. all the tents yep. and stuff. Or, or stuff. So they were building this yesterday, and I was kind of hoping, like, I wonder what they're going to have down here. Yeah, I
1: read July 4th they want to do something in your car, safe social distancing, and food trucks, if I'm remembering correctly.
0: So I don't know what they're... Okay, so...
1: I don't know what they're doing for performers or that sort of thing, just because I don't know how that so, works.
0: So... Just so you no. Know, you guys can, we're in my office, my office on second story, second floor, actually no, sorry, first floor of the station in Plattsburgh, but technically it's a second story. It's built on a hill, so it's first story, but my view outside my window is well above the ground, so we're really on the second story looking out. So we look out over basically the um, the lovely sewage plant, uh, which <laughs> trust me, we'll, I, I know in time this will look much prettier, but then basically that whole parking lot area down by the marina so we're looking out over over the railroad tracks and there's a big kind of weird looking parking lot thing here and they have a stage so i was kind of hoping they're going to put like a concert on and i can like watch it from here which would be pretty sweet
1: yeah i think it's at nighttime though
0: i mean i could, I could just like oh yeah you could in come here. in like here yeah and then you're not this, in the pile of people yeah i'm like i have like box seats this yep. is great so it's kind of a weird thing because when they were doing the prison break show all the trucks were down here that they were filming really yeah so i had i known like obviously like all the ben stiller and all the people that were doing the film they were probably down here like in the makeup yeah. trucks and stuff because they're all i just couldn't that was when i was down below and that was a pretty wild day because they're and i didn't know what it was at first I'm like, what are all these trucks doing here and then i found out someone's like oh my god they're filming because they had blocked off everything yeah
1: did you see any like go up close to see any of the filming
0: no, I was working, but I mean like I didn't go up yeah. to look. I, I drove I drove out there and it was all blocked off. And the only time I've saw the only time I saw Ben Stiller, he was rolling like and I I'm ninety nine percent certain it was him because of the profile. Yeah. He was driving like this silver, like I don't know if it was an escalade, it was like one of those big SUVs, all tinted out, black yeah. black tires. He was driving down past irises like like on your right was our house bistro and he was yeah. turning left to come down to us and i was turning right to go opposite yep and we passed each other on that corner and i mean a betting man i would have said it was him it, yeah because you could see it, it was definitely him he was just driving his own truck and he was, or vehicle and he was coming down here he, he did have a right black
1: escalade here. um i saw him they filmed at fox hill which is right at the end of my street and they actually closed down Sherman Street in Plattsburgh. And I live right at the top. Yep. So my family's on Sherman. Yep. And they had all the trailers for the makeup and everything up there. They parked one of the prop cars in my grandparents' driveway. And we had like a booze and party to watch the filming. And he came to the top of the hill at one point. But we kept getting in trouble with the camera crew. Because we were like partying on the porch. And we were in the shots. You're supposed to be oh. They sent a guy up to babysit us. I'm not kidding. On at the house and then he ended up having cosmos with all of us and he was like wasted at the end of the night and i remember i was the driver and i'm like watching it go down and i'm like this guy is not gonna be able to go back to filming like it won't work and i don't know what they did with him but it was the it was so cool though because all of a sudden you're looking and watching everything and then ben stiller came to the tippy top of Hill because he was looking at the shot down
0: what scene did they have there
1: the scene where david sweat shoots and kills the cop and he drives over him with his car. So we got to see the stunt double and how the car worked to film. That's it. where they did it? Yeah. F- the bottom of Fox Hill. Wa- rewatch it. Now you're going to know. Really? Yeah. They they they'd start at the top of um South. Is it South Platte right there? Yep. South Platte, they turn down the hill. They film all of that right down the hill. You see the car go down. And then wow, they warned everybody in our neighborhood, you're going to hear gunshots all night because they had to film it in the dark. So it started at like nine o'clock and it went until like five in the morning. Wow,
0: I didn't know that. And it would
1: be three bangs, bang, bang, bang. And then they do it again 20 minutes later. Bang, bang, bang. And we watched the whole thing until like 1.30 in the morning.
0: So I had a listing for sale at the time, like they were getting ready to film this, and it was a garage, and I gr- it was like a, a, a shop garage yeah. kind of thing, like mechanic kind of thing. Yep. So they called me and they're like, "Hey, um, are you the listing agent McGaff? Like, yeah. And they're like, "I'm calling on behalf. There's a movie being fi- like, oh, one of the you know the ten movies, you know, whatever. It's like obviously into the movie. So yeah. can we go check it out to potentially use it in that that scene, literally the scene That's you just so described. Cool. Yes. So that that was. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I called the owner. And I was like, I don't know if you want them to do this scene, but your garage might yeah. be in the scene. Because they, they, basically they had people just drive around the area like, okay, we need a garage kind of like scene. Find, yeah, And they go the find spots. something that could yep. replicate that. So um, there was a couple other times too when we drove down, um This was kind of creepy. We drove out the Saranac. So you're going down Route 3, kind of like before yeah. you get to Farmhouse Pantry. Yep. And the, before you get to School on the right, there's this big kind of open field area. And we're driving. And all of a sudden we see... It was A cop car, and I'm like, Oh, someone's pulled over. And then we get down there, and it was like a blue tent. I'm like, Oh my god, there's an accident! So I'm thinking they're pulling out this blue tent, and like someone died, or like it was like the worst case scenario. So I'm like, I pull left to kind of go around, and there's a cop car, there's a blue tent, and there's people kind of sitting there looking out. I'm like, What are they looking at? And I turned out over there, was like five or six guys out there, like dressed as like SWAT guys, yeah, with guns. Yeah. And they were do- doing a scene, probably like the, you know, going in, like kicking open the door because there was like an old barn there.
1: Yeah. How cool. And it was
0: so weird because you're going and you just like look and you have all these guys just standing kind of like, you know, five, 10 feet apart. Yeah. And it was like, oh, they're filming the thing. So Ben was probably sitting there in the, under the tent. Yeah. Was, he was
1: very involved. In There's a like, couple guys. So I probably shots. saw him a few
0: times, but not like yeah up close. So, but he's, he's a small dude.
1: Yeah. And he was, I, every, like every person that I know that interacted, he rented their company i don't know what it was the production team rented tents and flooring for the productions Mm -hmm. for like the food tents and everything from taylor rental and um everything that i heard about him was really really nice but we had neighbors that were so livid about the filming in our area and i just remember being like who cares it's like we're seeing a time and like yeah it's a horrible circumstance you know what i mean and we're being portrayed as these people that couldn't even locate these people but at the end of the day, I'm like, it's cool to like see it up close and be a part of it. And like, how can they be so mean to him? Some people are mean to him, apparently. Yeah. It's... I'm like, how can you do that to him when he's just like telling a story that happened?
0: I think I think it was I think the whole thing was it was I mean, cool.
1: I... It was scary living through yeah. it. Obviously, I feel horrible for the people who had like to worry about their safety at night. But like looking back at it, I'm glad we were like at the age where I can remember this and like when it's in the textbooks, it's I can tell my kids. It's
0: crazy because five years ago, I know which, just well,
1: recently was We just had to say bit- five years in June. Yeah.
0: Or, well, they caught, well, no, my, um, what is it, 25th? Might be tomorrow? There was a, It was right around this time. Yeah. And uh, the reason I know is because we were down in Long Island when they actually caught um, the first guy.
1: Richard Matt. I think
0: when Davis. they shot the first guy, we were down at a yep. wedding in Richard, Long Island. Matt. Yep. And I remember sitting, it was the weirdest thing. We went and sat and we were, between the, it was one of the coolest weddings I've ever been to. Between the wedding and the reception, we had like four or five hours to kill. Yeah. So we went, we went and ate somewhere. I forgot where it was, like a sports bar or whatever. So we're sitting there and we like look up at the TV and like and CNN's breaking on. breaking news. Breaking news, this guy's caught. And we're like, <laughs> oh my we're literally God. down Long Island and he's caught. Like, right. So it was kind of funny watching it, which we were kind of annoyed because we've, watch- we've been watching every night you like turned on yeah. the TV. It was the only time I remember that you could turn on the TV and be updated because we weren't really updated but we yeah. kind of were so I we watched WP or um yeah Channel 5 like
1: CNN non-stop. was on it NBC, the NBC people were on it all the time I tweeted pictures my uncle lives like right down the hill he has a farm down in Dannemora. Yeah, you can walk to Maggie's Marketplace in like 10 minutes mm-hmm. um I took pictures of the day they broke out because we went to Danamora because my dad and I are like crime chasers on the side. No big deal. Not really. (laughs) The day they
0: broke out you did?
1: Yeah, we went right to Danamora to see and they had the people in like black... He's chased um, guys down. Head to toe black suits. And yeah, he has. (laughs) And we were like right in it and I took pictures of it all and NBC tweeted to me one day and they were like, can we use your picture on the nightly news? And they like, and they put my Twitter handle. I didn't get famous obviously because I'm still here. But this
0: was the Elbel days, too.
1: Yes, it was. I never wrote anything about it, though. Five years. But it was definitely it was cool. And then for days, anywhere you went in that vicinity, though, it actually Adirondack Helping Hands where Brady worked. That was the landing pad and the security set up for the manhunt. So they'd land the helicopters on the school at the school there.
0: Wait, really? Yeah, in oh. Katieville,
1: they used that school as like one of oh, the yeah, checkpoints yeah, yes. for all the cops and everything. Yep. They canceled school there a couple times because they figured they were in that vicinity yeah. and it was a safety hazard. So it, was, it affected a lot of people. The,
0: the, uh, I, I found out about it. I was actually at a showing... At like eight in the morning up in Morris. And it was a Saturday they broke out. Friday night or something in Saturday think, yeah, morning. Yeah, like
1: in Friday into Saturday or Saturday into Sunday. Something weird. Yeah,
0: so I had I had a Saturday morning showing at like eight A. M. It was a vacant home. Met my guy up there. And the funny thing was we went up, looked at it, whatever. So I got in the car, was on I still remember it was, it was on Route uh would have been Route Eleven. So I go down to the intersection of Route Eleven to turn on the twenty two to head back to Plattsburgh and they had a traffic stop. And there was cops there. And I was like kind of backed up. Not much, but like yeah. more. So like four cars. So I kind of like roll up and he goes, hey, can you pop your trunk? I'm like, yeah. He goes, there, an inmate escaped. And I remember oh, him telling me God. this like eight yeah. in the morning. And I was oblivious. I literally didn't hear anything. This is a couple hours before. Went to the showing. Morning. Wasn't checking the news, whatever. So they pop the trunk. Okay, you're all good. I'm like, oh, that's good. Whatever. And they had a cop on each thing. I'm like, oh, well, I wonder. And when he said it, like... An inmate escape from Dana Mora. I didn't really think it was a big deal. I'm yeah. like, Okay, whatever. Because you, you kind of write it off. When I was yeah. a kid, like a couple, one guy maybe escaped from I think like the county jail yeah. or somewhere. It was
1: that. No, I remember. I that. was a kid. I was oh, very. Young. Another one escaped though when I was in like elementary school, and he was a Russian spy, a former Russian spy, um, and he was like a crazy guy that could like beat the crap out of anybody. Do you I remember that one? His name was like Vladimir or something, oh, God, and he was bald. And it was like everybody in this, like everybody may- in the radius, lock your doors, stay yeah, home. Yeah, may-
0: maybe maybe it, that was it. I, I was a kid. I mean, if you were, if you were like elementary, I was probably well, I was a little bit older than you, but we we're probably maybe that was it. Yeah, I don't know. It was, know, it was young. I was definitely like probably under ten or twelve. Um, so I remember seeing it, and I remember driving home, and like, I think I called Gina at the time, and we had like just started dating a few months before that. And I was like, Hey, I, did you hear there was like a I don't know, I just got stopped. There was, I guess, it's a prisoner that got out. And I didn't know that nobody had ever broken out of the prison. Yeah. I, at first, I thought it was a jail. And I didn't think it was Clinton. And she goes, yeah, it's all over the news. I'm like, wait, really? And I was thinking, and she's like, and I, and I don't know if it had hit national news yet, but it was like breaking news. Yeah. And I was like, really? And then I got home, and of course, it was all over the news. And then like by that night, it was like all over the national news. Yeah. I was like, oh. And
1: Governor Cuomo was like flying in to like see the hole and everything. Yeah, and it I was, was like, like what wait, what heck?
0: Cause I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but then I found out like nobody's ever broken out, and I, cause I was thinking in my head like, yeah, some guy broke out when I was a kid, yeah. but I think it was from like the county jail or something like, and it might not even have been around here. It could have been someone downstate, yeah. and they're checking all the places that he could have been. So
1: that's like, it's still so crazy. It was definitely, and who would have thought that it'd be weeks of a chase though? I think that's oh, like yeah. the craziest part about it, like, it is we are they call us like this hole in the wall place and everything, such a tiny town. But okay, well, if two inmates who are not very like. Trained in the Adirondack Park Can go and live off of the land For what Four weeks Three weeks Four weeks
0: uh, They did think a it pretty like three, good job it was like 20 days or something Except I think
1: they were sick When they were caught But they still like Hid for a very Solid chunk the, the, Very big solid chunk of time The
0: weird thing about that Whole thing When I, I remember like I remember thinking like I want them caught But it, it's kind of like A reality TV show Where it's yes. like Kind of like <laughs> Yep I, I don't want them to hurt anybody But like it's kind of weird That they're still like Out there because I really thought they were like way the hell out. They weren't even close to yeah. us. And then all of a sudden, they kind of kept like pinpointing through stuff, and like, like one guy like shot at some stuff. We're like, okay, well that's probably the dude. Like, so they kind of gave themselves yeah. away. But I, I really thought when they broke out, I was like, they're they're long gone because it was like six yeah, seven hours later. Hours. I'm like they're they're yeah. like out of the state or out of the country. Yep.
1: And I mean, the they probably whole... didn't get out of the
0: country, but I could see yep. getting out of the state.
1: I mean, I assumed Canada, honestly. And then like five days in though, I remember someone where I I was working at Taylor Rental and one of the guys there was like, oh, they're in Mexico. 100%. They've made it to Mexico. And I was like, how do you know they're going to Mexico when we live on the Canadian border?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. They could have went to like Boston, hopped on a boat. Yep. And like, I mean, there's so many things you could have like done that.
1: straight away, right to New York City. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, really you would have been out there. And then
1: once you're in New York City, you can connect to like anywhere.
0: Well, if you go down there and someone's connecting, you take a shower, clean up a little bit. They don't know who you are. And then kind of like, you know, I mean, there's ways that you probably, who knows? If you're in prison, you're breaking out. you got connections probably Did you
1: watch the end of the Ben Stiller show, though?
0: Yes, I watched the whole thing.
1: Okay, so you know the scene where he's like running in the last, it's David Sweat, and he's running to try to get to the border because he knew he was right there. And he got, the guy who shot him got out of the car. This is how I know I'm a lunatic. Because I, when I was watching the show, though, you really do forget, like you're watching something that was like right there. Brady at one point was like, Anna, you sound crazy because I was like r- literally like standing on my TV like, oh my God, he's right there. Like, go. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm, I'm like watching a nonfiction show and I'm cheering for the prisoner. And then I realized I was like, I'm not cheering for him. That was an accident because the way they like played it off, like the adrenaline rush and he starts sprinting, you're automatically like into it. Like, oh my God, he's almost there. I mean, have
0: you seen uh, Shawshank Redemption?
1: I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never like made it through the whole movie. Phenomenal
0: movie, but it's the yeah. same. Have you seen, like, the, like...
1: Didn't it... Wasn't it, like, almost, like, the same storyline?
0: Yeah, same premise, yeah. yeah. Did, did you see the end of Shawshank? No, like, I didn't. Oh, so I didn't watch the movie. It. It's great. Like, I don't want... I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but that's a really good movie. I
1: should watch that, though, because that's, like, yeah. right up my alley. Like,
0: if you have, like... Like, know what you do tonight. Go home, research Fiverr, and then watch Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. You, you will, like, I think I, it's on
1: Hulu, actually.
0: You probably can. If not, like, yeah. rent it on Prime for like three bucks. Four yep. bucks. So it's worth watching. It's a great movie. It's built like late 90s. Fun fact about that one too. So Morgan Freeman's in it. And yeah. I think Tim Robbins is the actor. Tim Robbins, if you go to his um, Wikipedia page, I don't know how true this is, supposedly went to Plattsburgh State for a time.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. F- fun
0: fact. I And again, that could have been someone just like... I don't think anybody <sighs> would like... Did you re- search that? I think I searched... Tim, I think I was, this is me, when I watch movies, I watch movies, and I have a hard time paying attention, Yeah. so I watch movies, and I'll pick my phone up, and I'll... Go through Wikipedia because i be like, who's that actor? Next thing you know, I'm oh, I like do the name searching, Google yeah. like IMDb, uh,
1: yes. And you're reading like, oh, they were in this show 15 years connecting ago, connecting the yeah. dots, and then I'll married be married like, to so and so. But then
0: I'll be like, this movie's pretty cool, and then I'll be like, production, like they shot the film in this area, they took this long, they had this. This actor was supposed yeah. to play that actor, and I was like, like I, I we watched it was a Titanic or something, and like Brad Pitt was almost Leonardo DiCaprio's part, and a couple other guys like. Yeah. Uh, maybe Rob Lowe there, there was a few got actors that almost played Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet wasn't like wasn't wasn't be she
1: like the last pick Reese Witherspoon
0: first? was almost Kate Winslet in the Titanic yeah, and now you look I at like know
1: that. and now at, you can't picture them not being, being Jack different. and Rose yeah. yeah
0: so so sorry that was a, a totally diversion but like so I watched the the Whatever. So I don't know why I was watching. Maybe I was watching Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. It was like Tim Robbins. Clicked on Tim Robbins. Went down through his profile. Like, where did this guy come from? And then it said, went to Plattsburgh State. And you're like, wait, what?
1: Like, I'm in Plattsburgh.
0: So I think he actually is like his early childhood. Like, oh, then he attended yeah. SUNY Plattsburgh for like How two years.
1: crazy. There's actually a lot of connections to Plattsburgh. With a lot of celebrities, it, athletes. A lot of them have been there's to There's some area. weird ones. Even so, presidents. Presidents are connected to the North Oh, country. yeah.
0: A lot of them. Some of them probably came to this actual yeah. um Actually like I wouldn't I would bet money that like, the, Teddy Roosevelt, William McKinley, they've all yeah. been here Taft, they all came up here.
1: William McKinley used to stay at Clinton when it was a hotel. Yep. Um it wasn't here. I was just going to say didn't Theodore Roosevelt give a speech here but it wasn't. It was at the barracks, I think.
0: Theodore Roosevelt found out he was president of the United States in the Adirondack Mountains. He just go up here hunting. Yeah,
1: I like nerd out. But I think stuff.
0: I think he became president because McKinley or Taft, one of the two, was assassinated. And then he became president. McKinley, I think, I
1: think. McKinley was assassinated, but I thought he lived. I need to well, catch up I think, up on I my think what happened, history. I
0: think he was the vice president at the time. The guy, yeah. guy sat, so became the president, and then he ran again and got elected. Yep. But he used to hunt a lot. And I think, like, obviously, this is the train. I mean, this is the original, I, I yeah. think, the original train track. I should do my history lesson on that. But they would have come well, up. Well, don't
1: pe- you have, like, the historic landmark sticker here?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. This yeah. this whole this thing is... This building
1: is an original building, I think.
0: Yeah, 1886.
1: Yeah. Um, and actually, there used to, you there know there used who to told a hotel. me that? Aaron.
0: Aaron Benner. That's yep. what he calls this, 1886. It's actually out on the sign out front.
1: We talked about it when I had the meeting with you guys.
0: So he's going to get better... We've talked about it, about promoting it more, but um, right across the way, there used to be a hotel. So people would come here... Oh, and I they, didn't know that. Yeah, right in the corner. They took down a story. It's still there, the apartments. That yeah. used to be a hotel, and they had a, it was higher. Um, so they yeah, they would have came here, and then like... I know that some of them played golf at Bluff Point, yeah. and so it, like, you, but you got to think when they were presidents, how big was y- the United States? It was like a third of what it is now. Yeah, because it stopped what, Mississippi River, Missouri. Like yeah, Missouri no, was right a big right acquisition, up. and then yep. they had the Louisiana Purchase, which was like everything. Yep. Um. So really, it was like this small geographical area. So to come up to New York was not that. big. I mean, it was yes, it was. you we were traveling, but yeah. you got to think in the grand scheme of things. There was no California, there was no Colorado, there was no like Nebraska.
1: I know Texas I was, wasn't it's around. So strange to think that that was. I mean, obviously everything has to start with something, but it's still crazy because well, it why wasn't we're so old. Like, are the 11 we're the eleventh yeah.
0: state in the union.
1: But the other thing that always used to, when I was a kid learning about all of it, I and my brain. Like, all of that didn't, like, several hundred years ago, yes, but all of that doesn't seem like it was, I would have thought it would have been longer. You know what I mean? It wasn't, Yeah. it's not an insane amount of time for me to think about, that that's, like, we've come and gone from that so quickly, it feels like.
0: Well, it's to the point where you could probably trace your family tree back long enough, like.
1: I just sent my ancestry in.
0: Did you do it? Yeah. I did, too.
1: Yeah, that's, what you told me, you were like, they do it in, like, four weeks, so I did it oh, did? that nice. day, and I sent it in. I'm still waiting, though
0: oh you haven't got the results no
1: but they got it and it's processing so you can go back in ancestry though like back to like alexander the great times
0: so to actually get the ancestry uh, subscription it's pretty pricey yeah it is like it's they do it by like six months or a year and it's like a couple hundred bucks i'm like ah but like so i did it what's cool is if somebody my parents are on there i have a cousin that's on there so we're like easily matching up And it's kind of crazy because you go down through and then you kind of see who you're related to. Obviously, you go down. My dad had a huge family. So I have, I mean, there's so many people that are like my second, third cousins that are, I wouldn't know if I, yeah, ever. Um, So I don't know if I want to actually do the subscription plan and really check for at least a month or two if I can. I I think they do six months, but they might do a month. Um,
1: It's fascinating, though, to see all of it.
0: Well, I'm 50, I think I'm like 58 or full, i'm 50 something percent irish yeah I'm, mine's
1: gonna be pretty pretty irish you're gonna, yeah
0: you're gonna be right where i am and i'm 33 percent french
1: i'm gonna be right there with you
0: okay and then my i'm 18 percent english like Scottish. oh my god english. i think
1: i'm english too
0: we're, we're gonna be probably the same we're very i'll
1: have to send you my results we're very we
0: fair you're way more burnt than i am right now and yeah yeah it's like bad I, I noticed like when you're walking like you have just like it's,
1: it's going to be bad. I'm like, going to pee Is that off. from today? No, it's like gradual over like yeah, three you'd be, days. You'd be but the shedding other day I was so bad that I couldn't like lay in my bed without the sheets hurting it. Yeah, That's oh, how bad it was. Yeah. Brady thought I was going to blister. put sunscreen on? No, I, I wasn't outside for more than two hours, but I was in the garden. And so it, it was wasn't right like right I was baking. Back. I wasn't baking. Yeah, but it was right And then back. I got in the pool to cool off. And when I got in the pool to like float around for Started 45 minutes, that was when it was like completely... My face was horrible. My face always fades.
0: What? Good old
1: Irish skin, though. Nice and pale and pasty. I,
0: I've been, I've been sunburnt twice. The two worst ones, I went to a golf tournament down Long Island. We play, They played on a course. This was like a professional tournament. Yep. Went down. There was like no tree cover. I got burnt so bad. I remember laying on the bed in the hotel room, and I couldn't move because yes. I was so burnt. Yep. And like if I would have scratched on something, it would have been agonizing. And then the other time we were on a cruise, and this happened t- two places I've been... Th- sorry. Three places that I've been burnt really bad on my body when I put sunscreen on was one was my armpit. You and don't it's think painful about it. because you can't like, put your arm you put, down. Yeah, but you put like sunscreen on like this yes. and you never actually yep. go down through your armpit. So I, I was like, I think I was like laying out and I think I fell asleep with my hands like behind yep. my head, my head burnt there. The other one was belly button.
1: Oh my God, I didn't know that. Like the inside yeah. of your belly
0: button because you don't like, ever you go over it, but you don't actually yeah. go like in the edges of it, which I know is weird, but whatever, it was burnt. The other thing was when I was on the cruise... It says a few years back. I put sunscreen up to like my knees because my shorts are hanging down. Yeah. So then when you sit down on the chair, your shorts naturally ride up a little bit. So, so the your top upper part of my thighs. thighs. Or I guess lower thighs. Yeah. Right right above the knee burnt so bad that when we went in, it was like burning. I remember like putting pants on, like to go to dinner or whatever. Yeah. You like kind of dress up. So I like put pants on to go to dinner. And I could put my... I could Ugh, feel like the heat. Like rug burn. I could feel the heat coming through my pants. They were so... I was so burnt that I could like put my hands there and I could oh, feel God. like the warmth yeah. coming. And that freaked me out. And yeah, so I need to put sunscreen on a lot.
1: Eyelids are really bad.
0: I don't fall asleep though a lot with...
1: I burned my nose three winters ago in Florida so bad that I had a massive blister ah. raised off of my nose and I had to fly home with it. But it was so ugly and like it had like ripples through it that's how bad the blister was I was like mortified to face people it would have been great now because I would have worn a mask and it would have been hidden but it was such a painful and then it came off in like peeling mode and it was the most painful thing on my nose but when I went to Florida they were in pollen season I think it was Mm -hmm. and I was having horrendous allergies and I couldn't wipe my nose because everything was burned right here it was so bad and it just looked disgusting it scarred for a little while I had like a dark circle here
0: yeah, so burning is not fun at all. Especially, like I said. So you, yep. you'll end up I don't up being, tan. I only burn. I want to see your answer. Like take a photo of like, where you're from after. Yeah. I, I, but I think I'm like, I'm about that. Like 55% Irish. It yep. was 33% French and the balance of it was like English. Yeah.
1: We're but, definitely very French Canadian and very Irish.
0: The cool part though is like it, it draws rings. So when I went to Ireland... So my grandpa was born in Ireland, came over from Ireland. So he's like, he was first generation. Yeah. So it zooms in on Ireland, then it zooms in very much on like the southwest of Ireland, southwest coast of Ireland, and it keeps zooming in to the point where it was like the
1: the house. So it's
0: like no, no. So it's big, and they get smaller oh. and deeper. So basically, it's saying like area, this area, and it can really pinpoint kind of a real sp- specific spot. It pinpointed basically where he grew up, which is crazy. Oh my god! Like, I mean, the, the bubble was probably like. Twenty mile bubble or whatever. That's so so
1: cool, and I'd be the person who'd want to go there though, just to see. Well,
0: I did actually. When I was a kid, I went. We went over to Ireland. I saw his house. You did? Yeah. So it was neat. It was really cool cool. to see. And, but that was like basically right where he was born and raised, which is cool. And then the other one, which was really high, which I don't. Obviously, we like came from, like Europe africa europe back over here yeah. but it doesn't go as far back as africa because everybody's from africa
1: yeah i don't ha- i don't know any of that information like if you, i mean sure. if you were
0: to track your like the civilization started in africa so like yep. if you were to really track everything back everybody yep. is from africa like tens of thousands of years ago yep so but it, it took um there was obviously a bunch over where we live and which i don't know why I think they were basically just saying, like, you match up to people in that area. It wasn't really, like, yeah. where you came from.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: So, like, it was the same thing. It, got very, it was, like, Canada, northern New York, Vermont. And it kept getting, like, more and more to a point where it, like, yeah. got down the Chazy Because that was, like, my you know parents and grandparents. And, like, so... It's kind of cool how they can really pinpoint where you're from. Yep. And then I don't know if it really tells you like where you're from, but it tells you what ethnicity you are. Yes. So when it says Ireland, it doesn't say you are like from Ireland, but you like, you're, somebody was from Ireland, yep. which is my grandpa.
1: My aunt is a history teacher at Stafford, but she does ancestry. She actually went to, right before COVID started lockdown, she was flying back from an ancestry conference, the like ancestry wow. brand. She's researched our like family names so far back. We know we're direct descendants of um, John Howland and Elizabeth Tilly on the Mayflower. We have like names of like great, 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 great grandparents. We know we have George, the Bush family's on our family tree. Really? Like way back there. They're like distant cousins, whatever, somehow connected into there. Um, I swear she at one point had it, she went so far like into the ancestry. Obviously, you can't get names that far in, but you can see like the bloodline, Mm the reason why I said Alexander the Great, I feel like she had said at one point Alexander the Great was on our bloodline.
0: What was he? What nationality was he?
1: Was it? Oh, I don't know. I thought English, but I'm really making that up, honestly. I really don't know. But she's He's so... not Russian, is he? I don't think so. She is so deep Nicholas into like... She spends hours and hours and hours. That's like what she wants to do. She wants to be in genealogy That's after cool. she's done school. And she spends so many hours that people are actually... Like other family friends are actually like hiring her to do their entire list to see what, like, who it is, what it is that they're related, like, ethnicity-wise, where they come from, like, what are they? Are they more Irish or more French? Kind of like what I want to know. But she is very good at pinpointing names. And the day that she told me we were related to John Howland and Elizabeth Tilly, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, we came off of the Mayflower. And they're, like, 16th or 17th in our family line. It's not even that far. Wow. Which is crazy to, like, think about it. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, based on the timeline, I I think... Like, my grandmother's maiden name was Trudeau. Yeah. So I think I was told this. Now, granted, this was... I don't know how accurate this is, but that, like, Pierre Trudeau, who was a prime minister of Canada back in, like, the 70s and 80s, is, like... And Justin's his son, who is the current prime minister, is, like, our whatever cousin. Yeah, I believe it. But, I mean, he's... Well, Justin Trudeau, the president there now, is is probably the same, like, generation as I am. He's older than I am, but, like, he wouldn't... He's either like young for my parents or old for me.
1: I, th- I feel like I read, I don't know how accurate this is because I don't do this. Like this isn't something I sit and like research all the time. I swear to God I read an article though when I was in college because I had to write a paper about my family tree at one point uh, that there are 10 main bloodlines that everybody in the world are somehow going to eventually link into. Huh. And it's like, it can go that far back that there's 10 main direct descendants that, the, and not people, but like bloodlines yeah, yeah. that everybody, and that's why they always say like, you're intertwined with everybody, yada, 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 everyone's related because you all go back into the same compound, like so, thousands I, and thousands and thousands of years back.
0: I know I'm, this is probably like uneducated of me is how, <laughs> cause I don't, I don't know. And I've never actually like thought about it. How did like people evolve from like monkeys, right? Like a monkey kind of. I think so. Yeah. So what I'm always curious about, like if you were to go, this is thinking deep. If you were to go back in time, at a certain point. Who became like because evo- you don't really just like all of a sudden become a monkey to a person,
1: yeah. Like, no, there's it was, like a Neanderthal, yeah,
0: like long... and people kind of translate. Yes, I think there, were,
1: there was a graph in one of my textbooks in high school. I don't know which textbook, which class I was in, but it had like nine images, high biology. And it was it started as a monkey and then it was like the different branches until it was a walking male. Well, it's kind of the caveman, and, thing. yeah. Like, and it's, it grows and it looks like a caveman. When so, you, what you came out of at the end, and it explained like the time frame. Of when it started here, I don't know if mutation is the right word, but it's almost like it mutated. Adaptation, and, yeah, yeah. It and then it was, I think, nine different types before it was finally a man with like arms, legs, body parts, ears, well, even though you think like uh, face,
0: facial features. Like if you go back, the whatever I don't know people before yeah. us, whatever that species was, they looked like we'd say the like caveman, like you just had kind of weird features until yep. they slowly adapted, but like. Well, that's what you talk about like like why is our skin tone so darn white because our families are not near the yes, equator, yep near the equator, you're darker skinned, and that's just how like so when you talk about like that's an adaptation, so like again, people from Africa, very dark skinned because they're down on the equator, but then as you go farther up, like take people from Sweden, very fair because they're not yes, anywhere yep. close to uh, where, it's, <laughs> where it's hot, so they get burned too, yeah. I
1: mean. You know what just, that just made me wonder about? Like, where and when did the albino... How Like, how do you become albino? I don't you know. You just
0: live way up north, maybe. I don't know.
1: Isn't it in, like... Isn't it... I, is I would it? think, like...
0: I would think, like... A, where
1: is it that that is, like, a lot of the population, they're considered albino?
0: I would think, like, what it, Scandinavia? Like
1: I don't know. It's north, north... Like, as far north as you can go. I would say,
0: like, northern Sweden or northern Finland or northern, like...
1: In high school, everyone used to tell me I, they thought it was albino. Because, like, my face, like, glows in the dark from how pale it is.
0: You're not, you're dark haired. I though. have dark
1: hair, yeah. And then I dyed my hair platinum at one point. Like, platinum blonde. And that a picture? Was, yeah, and I, like, don't have eyebrows.
0: Oh, I see the picture of
1: that. And, like, it, I was platinum blonde. And I remember that was not for me because of how fair my skin was. Because I don't tan. Platinum
0: blonde's a tough look to pull off.
1: It's so hard to keep up with, though, that I was, like, done with it Before I even started.
0: But... My thought before was if you take the human, like if you go all the way back and you're talking like, where did everything kind of, when did, I wonder when humans became humans like that species and when like the continental drift happened. I know. Because that kind of brought, because yeah. you got to think like a continental drift takes millions and millions and millions and millions of years for something to go. And you're talking the distance yeah. of the Atlantic or Pacific ocean. Like how far apart that is—that you like South America moved from Africa, thousands of miles over millions and millions of years. Considering that it's probably moving like a quarter of an inch a year, so you got to think how insane, maybe more. I don't know. So where
1: are we? Do you know where we're moving now? I know that I've I've heard of it. Which direction is the United States shifting?
0: I would think everything is shifting out think I don't know like are we shifting closer I'm not to very Russia smart that so way or are I, I we think shifting we're shifting away I think everybody's shifting away from Africa because Africa was the original hub but now was Africa re- the original hub or did things break off like what was the original everything everybody says it breaks off of Africa so was Africa? no I think like, it
1: literally did break off of Africa because if you put like
0: you can it's like a jigsaw you can, puzzle like, you
1: can literally stick them all together yeah
0: it's a jigsaw puzzle for the most and part
1: that's why I don't understand like where are we shifting now and it doesn't have to do with like the plate tectonics and all that stuff I
0: would assume we're still going up towards russia but but then but russia and asia went off this way because you're yeah. going around the globe so at some point in time i would think that russia and alaska would collide
1: i'm literally Googling and if it. russia
0: and alaska collide what does that form anna do you remember a peak mountains yeah really yeah that's Wait, what is that gonna happen supposedly is it, there like
1: a timeline for I, this that's I, what i want to know i,
0: I heard that india was a, is a separate like land at some at one point in time like india was its like own continent and it went into asia which made the himalayas
1: oh national geographic like i think is I'm, europe starting to dive under africa so that means it, that that one must be down? shifting down could be is yeah. Africa moving towards Europe? It has been moving over the past 100 million years or so in a general northeast direction. So it's drawing it closer to the Eurasian plate, causing subduction where oceanic crust is converging it's, with continental crust. I don't know what that any of that means.
0: It's pretty weird, though, but I think like that's why... The next
1: question is, can like I it, just move to Europe?
0: <laughs> you might be able just to walk to Europe pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but if, if... So if... India and you could probably check this, but I think India came off of Africa. Yes, and it fits somehow
1: into it. There's a pocket of India that fits perfectly into Africa.
0: Yeah, and and, and, but India at one point would have been its own continent, kind of like um, Australia is now. Yep. And what happened was it went up, crushed into, which is bizarre because it like moved. I know how cool though. It moved into Asia, and then it kept enough to go up twenty nine thousand. Because I think, I think it's twenty nine thousand feet. Mount Everest?
1: If you know that, that's kind of impressive. I don't Google know. Google it.
0: I think it is. So I think it went up to 29... Mount Everest is tallest peak. So I think that is 29,000 feet plus. A little bit, give or take. I don't know the exact number. That'd be weird. Um,
1: Let's see. I just Googled it and it says...
0: 29,540 is my guess.
1: 29,035. 29, ah. Oh, you're uh, close though. 35. <laughs>
0: um, that's so, funny. So that's what happened there. So you got to think too, like in, in where we are, the Adirondacks, I think are the oldest mountain range in... North America.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: So the Rockies... Which aren't we
1: like also one of the, the biggest, if not the second biggest, something like this, that? This,
0: the, I, think it's the, I think it's the largest national park in the U.S. Yeah. Am I wrong on that? Because, and we
1: still have untouched parts of our mountains that humans have never, they yeah. don't think, been inside of. Because
0: I saw a graphic. Um, Mackenzie, who worked here, she posted it one day, and it showed like, I think it's like Arcadia and Yellowstone and all these different parks national parks yeah over in like you have obviously the adirondacks and you drop them in so i was thinking like the adirondacks obviously are big but we live in new york so like you've driven through and around and everything so it doesn't seem that big but when you drop like i always thought like yellowstone was big you drop yellowstone it's like a blip on the screen so like or like uh um what's the other ones down in mad California, forgot whatever. But the idea, like I know,
1: I'm like so bad about remembering. All yeah, that.
0: So, well, like national parks, I'm bad. But if you drop these national parks, and I thought they were huge, but they're not. so yep. then like I'm like they're just
1: like, they make you think they're huge by like how big they talk, like the how name. big they talk about it though. Yeah, like, like it's yellowstone like, portrayed you huge. as some massive, massive like compound of land.
0: Yeah, and it's really not. And I always thought the Adirondacks yep. were small relative, and I was like, completely wrong. So that would have yep. lost that quiz question. But um but you got to think like the Adirondack Mountains are very dense. Yep, because they're not bare mountains; they're very dense mountains. You have mm-hmm. some bare peaks, but for the most part, it's a very thick, thick place. Which is why when they built, you had to think about like back in the Revolutionary War days, when they were traveling from like here to like the Battle of Saratoga and the Battle of yeah. Ticonderoga, like they had to bushwhack through all those trees. And you're talking like like cal ca- was it calvary? cavalry, calvary?
1: cavalry, cavalry, cavalry? So we I think cavalry. It's a weird word. I think cavalry. The Cavaliers for basketball, now. cavalry.
0: Yeah. Yeah they would have to like take horses and wagons of of like materials and stuff Can you imagine and they had to like up. cut down trees and like how do you like how do you cut down a tree in the adirondack you just like cut it down like push it off to one no, side No seriously
1: or hope it doesn't fall back on you yeah like, like
0: I, so then all of a sudden how many times were like did a tree how fall how long in did their it path? take
1: them to get here but you think <laughs> like, like the tree
0: fell down in your path and then they are like yeah. crap now we gotta cut this tree up cut. yeah like
1: this is a whole day again like it takes 35 yeah, years <laughs>
0: you want to hear something that's kind of mind-blowing yeah you have to cut the tree down before you can cut the tree up
1: yeah i know ah
0: so don't side side fact (laughs) that's my dad joke so but um so yeah so you think about going down there so then you think about going back again sorry we're going to land masses go back to people when we like how far back until you can really trace like how many generations i'm sure you could like look this up but like how many generations back until you hit when we, I guess we are now considered like fully human, which I, I don't know when the point. I know I don't
1: even know if they is, like can decipher probably exactly. Probably over like a thousand when, year yeah. period,
0: and then you go back to like, what monkey is my family from?
1: No, seriously. Which there's isn't there? Okay, I, maybe I'm reaching like too far for this one. Isn't there a type of science that you can study that is literally the history and science like? the anatomy of a monkey because I'm sure we still use like the monkeys are the lead in the COVID-19 vaccination. Yes. Like they're what are testing our products. Actually, I think we're in human I, now, but I, like, s- I think there is a for a branch of what you can go to school for and specialize in is the history and scientific anatomy evidence behind the monkey, so, the gorillas, like all of it together. Like so how did it all connect
0: so i think if anybody listens to this please fact check everything because i don't know any. i know of this. This I'm, is like, i like failed bio. this is like <laughs> this this is like stuff in my head that i i've i'm like going back into like the memory bank of like science class back in the day i think monkeys chromosomes i'm gonna be really sad if this doesn't record because it's showing it's recording but it's giving me that blinking light which happened once it didn't record if this doesn't record i'll be mad
1: we'll just have to redo it i guess i'll have to just remember everything i said today yeah
0: that we, you could go longer if this doesn't i could be like okay we're gonna start over and you'd be fine you just run oh
1: i could go for days you just run i you, was you, quarantined for three you, months you, i'm ready for this i know you,
0: you gave us a whole podcast before we started the podcast when <laughs> we were here so but if you go i think monkeys and humans is it chroma yeah chromosomes or yep. genes or whatever they're only off by like a very 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 small yep. amount like minuscule amount meaning like 90 again Please fact check me. I think it's like 90, 95, 99. It's some crazy high percentage that yep. us and monkeys are almost identical. Yep. And we're only off by a, like one or two percentage points of whatever genes or, or chromosomes. Very strange.
1: That's it, but it's so cool. Like I nerd out over it's, that. Like deep diving into so, like what is and what was. You that, know what that, I mean?
0: Like that, that kind of, the, the one thing that, and this is for everybody, that makes you feel the most insignificant is just stare up in the sky. On a clear night, when you look at the sky, and then you just realize in your head, like, I am so insignificant.
1: That's what freaks me out, though, is that's why I'm a, When I was a kid, my biggest fear was aliens. I'm, like, terrified of, like, the outside, like, space and the universe I mean, above us.
0: I would bet, again, about as sure as I was that Ben Stiller was driving that car, that there was definitely aliens <laughs> out in space.
1: Yeah, they actually just said this week that they know that there's at least, I think, 30 different planets with that has to have advanced life form that was on cnn really this week they said that it's but it could take billions of years for us to locate each other because that's how big the galaxies like are
0: so if you go in and you see like i just said
1: like are like i'm so educated (laughs) (laughs) i sound i'm listening to the way i'm saying like like and literally and i'm like just shut up anna
0: (laughs) elbow so if you if you take if you take um go on youtube type in I guess, I don't know, planet proportions. Have you ever watched one of these videos? I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. Noise to your phone. Go go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Type in like planet planet, planet ratio or planet like I'll ratio? know it. When, planet ratio or planet sizes. Planet Earth
1: compared to other planets and stars in size.
0: I'll tell you which one to watch because I'm just guessing. They're probably all really good. Okay. So the one I'm thinking of is the one that is the 57 million view one. It's called Universe Size Comparison 3D. If you want to blow your mind, because this one, do you want to do this? Because it's going to freak you out.
1: Well, is it really going to freak me out bad? Like, am I going to lose sleep over it? Because I'm terrified of aliens. (laughs) No, it has nothing to do
0: with aliens. It just it just proves how big the universe is. Yeah, don't freak me out. Third one down. Watch it. I want to see your reaction.
1: Okay, I'm gonna. And kind
0: of hold it up on the side because I want to. I want to be able to kind of see where you're going with this. So just kind of spin it and hold it for a little bit because there's a point you're gonna say, "What the f?" So turn, turn it. I gotta be able to see it.
1: Hold on. I oh, be- it's oh, it's an ad. Yeah, add. I have to skip the ad. Tide, second. Tide
0: Pod or something. Snack on that.
1: My God, I hate when it doesn't let you skip it.
0: All right, so so turn it up and then. Okay, so what's that say?
1: series i don't know how to say that okay the there's moon.
0: the moon so there's something we know so we know how big the moon is right
1: yeah
0: so buckle up this is five minutes now
1: oh god
0: okay so that's something so now we're going to mercury which is the smallest planet Not much bigger than mo- the moon
1: oh so at a,
0: cer- at a certain point you'll be freaked out so even
1: mars though look at the size difference between that
0: and it's kind of cool because it shows you the planet. So this is actually a really cool video. Let me turn this down slightly. No, you're good. You can keep it there. Kind of weird music.
1: I know it's like haunting music.
0: Venus. There we go. So now we're never getting bigger.
1: I didn't realize that we're bigger than Venus and Mars.
0: So there's Earth. Not much. There's Earth. So now, ready? Buckle up. You know, what big Earth is. We're oh, only about no. thirty seconds into this.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: That is another planet. Kepler. Not not in our solar system. Well, maybe solar, uh, not in our solar system, but our, like, galaxy.
1: Yeah. There's Neptune Nep- is that big? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, buckle up. You're up for a treat right now. We're at Neptune. We got four more minutes of this, folks.
1: This is crazy town.
0: This will blow your mind. There's literally... Whatever
1: is to the right of that one, I don't even want to see it. Anna, I can see it already. Anna, now think... Oh, of, God. Oh, no.
0: This is just Saturn. You've heard of this planet. Like like just
1: just jupiter is even bigger than that
0: yeah jupiter is the largest one that's the largest in our solar system now hold up
1: oh don't show me the sun because the sun freaks me out
0: okay well the sun i think's coming well actually this might not even be the sun the sun's a star by the way you want to hear a fun fact too that's not even the sun the fun fact is the sun is the i believe one of the closest stars to is the closest star to us that's why it's so bright it's a star so think about stars up in the sky
1: that's scary. That's though. the sun.
0: So the sun is the closest, oh which is why God. it looks so big.
1: And now that they have all of them down there, look oh yeah. at
0: that. Oh yeah. So hold hold on. Hold we your are a
1: lunch meal to the sun.
0: We we are not a serious A. That's a star. These are stars, so you gotta think stars and planets. So it's showing in proportion how big they are. So we're like a speck on Vega. We don't even matter. Keep keep watching.
1: Oh forget keep it. Keep watching. I've so done, you're getting freaked oh out now. So what's God. this one? Are or, curious. Oh.
0: Wait till they do... Um. You
1: can't even see Earth anymore on Oh, that. no, no, no. Like, no.
0: Oh, oh. This is where it gets freak. No, this, you keep it going. This is great. So we're two minutes in, and you can't even see Earth on this spectrum anymore.
1: Yeah, we're non-existent.
0: Regal. Oh. Whoop. That's called Beetlejuice. Great. It's actually in a Dave Matthews song, but that's great. Beetlejuice.
1: Oh, God. Different,
0: different spelling than Beetlejuice the movie. And this is Canis Mi- Minor. These are all stars. So if you think about it like how you can see the sun, the sun is the smallest, is the closest, so that's why it looks so big.
1: See, and those things freak me out though because like black holes and that stuff, that's what scares me.
0: But th- these are all just things that we know about. Yeah. We know about these. We can see Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Wait. What's this one? Oh. NGC
1: 1277. Yep,
0: so look how big that one is. Oh, and then we're going to go Whoop. This is called
1: 618 Uh, Like,
0: does this blow your mind?
1: I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. I didn't learn about this in science. What's that? Cat's Eye Nebula.
0: Yeah, like this is insane. That looks cool though. It does look cool. That's kind of a pretty thing. Is that the galaxy?
1: Helix Nebula.
0: So like, just think about how small. Three light years. Oh, That
1: is three light years. Look at this. Orion Nebula? Orion Nebula? Or Orion 24 light Ryan's years. belt,
0: yeah. look at this
1: that is like aren't, aren't nause- you freaked out Yes, that's it's nauseating because you're really like
0: oh my god how big is this place
1: and it just keeps going oh, it's though. five
0: minutes long Anna. this just keeps this is yes this is absolutely insane wow, I'm
1: clearly sheltered because I didn't know this was this,
0: a thing this is the big this oh, the, Milky the Milky Way, way. you've heard of the Milky Way this is how big this is keep watch this now the Milky Way is a speck compared to that thing and it's a speck compared like, to that I thing. But like,
1: I can see the Milky Way at night.
0: But it's like speck of that, speck of that. Speck. But you got to think how big it is and how far that away it is that we can see, see it.
1: it. And it's a L- star. To look us. at that
0: thing. What's that big boy? The universe. Oh, the universe. Okay. Well, let's let's not exaggerate because we don't know the size of the universe. But he's just... I
1: can't. I'm like amazed though that they can like track it down to that. So like it, we we're that advanced that we can see that.
0: Yeah, and that's what we know. That's not I even know. like what we don't know. So you got to think. How small the Earth is. Like, it blows your mind. How
1: No, seriously. When they talk
0: about traveling to Mars, which is huge, like...
1: And, like, Mars are we trying is to go closest to the moon in, like, 2024 20, again? So, like, they're trying to get up um, there. Or 20, oh, yeah,
0: they just sent a U.S. spacecraft up into... And
1: tomorrow they're doing the spacewalk. It's tomorrow live. You oh, can really? watch It's six hours, and they're going to be outside fixing all of the whatever they have to yeah, do, but they're going to be like outside of it. But the
0: one that just went up was the first, the SpaceX, which is Elon Musk's yes. company. It was the first I've time. I've never public- seen one
1: of those though. I've never watched cool. a live like American Elon- launch in America.
0: Cape Coral. Yeah. Cape Coral. Cape Canaveral.
1: Can- Canaveral.
0: Canaveral, right. I think so. It's in Florida. Um, Like Elon Musk is just like
1: a brainiac.
0: Yeah. And people don't know, I think they're just starting to hear of him because of, like, Tesla. Yeah. It was in
1: the last, like, eight years.
0: That he really, like, kind of, I think, yes. popped. But he was back in, like, PayPal. Like, yeah. He was, like... He's been doing this for many, many years, so...
1: He's he's also, I think, fascinating, though, because he's... I mean, he's not always well-liked, I don't think. But, like, he has, like, a fascinating back history.
0: Yeah, he's very... he's can be opinionated, but he's super... He's almost...
1: He's, he, a he's, he's a genius. Literally he's literally a too,
0: genius. He's too smart for, for normal people. Yeah, he doesn't
1: even know. Like, I don't. I feel like he's almost too smart that he doesn't even know how to function with his smartness.
0: Yeah, because and people, that's
1: why he sometimes comes across the way he does. Because
0: people are too, like, honestly, just too dumb to talk to him. Because he's yeah. that smart. Do yep. you see what he named his son?
1: Uh, yeah, I can't even say it. I don't even know yeah. what it is.
0: And so I listened to the, the Rogan podcast. He literally went on like the, a couple days after the kid was born and like explained what the name was.
1: And isn't it some scientific, like Code,
0: yeah, it's something weird,
1: and then he corrected the girl. The, his I don't know if it's his girlfriend or wife, but he corrected her on what she spelled the code as and was like, Did you see that Twitter interaction? I, she tweeted something about her kid's name, and it's the code of like whatever, like eight digits and numbers. and He writes back and he corrected her halfway through it and was like, But yeah, you get it. I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> like,
0: but I you think don't even like, pronounce the name, but one of the words is like X or X or something, so yes. So it's like but you can at means. least pronounce it. And then some of them is just like numbers.
1: Can you imagine being the substitute teacher taking attendance and getting an, like in so much just made fun of when you try to pronounce that name? It'll be
0: like Elon's kid. I feel like, I, I don't know. And Elon's a weird name too.
1: Yeah. Except I kind of like the name Elon. Elon Musk sounds it's really cool. cool.
0: It sounds like, it literally sounds like a yeah. like a scientist dude. Like, like Elon Musk's name is him. Like it, it just seems yeah. like it fits him more than anything else. Like... Weird, weird no, guy. No, it definitely does. I got his uh, biography or autobiography or whatever. No, I guess biography. I don't think he wrote it um, as an audiobook, which I want to listen to because I'm fascinated by people that are very um,
1: like ahead of the time.
0: Yeah. Well, I I am fascinated by high achievers. Is that again? I guess yeah. someone that accomplishes that. stuff. He is. Like just some. I like I like books on people that have accomplished stuff because I like reading about successful people because I like to take what i'm never i'm never envious of people that are successful i'm always curious because i'm like how did they do it what did they do yeah one of my biggest fascinations take like a jeff bezos okay he's built this mega company yep. richest man in the world google jeff bezos amazon 1990 there's a picture of him working have you seen this photo no okay google jeff bezos 1990 on your phone sorry i'm making you you're like no, our, fine. you're like our um, jeff bezos. to give you context so you can see that what i'm talking about and let me see the photo. He's in his office. He's oh, typing on a computer. See it. Oh my God. And it's like he's a got spray an Amazon painted banner. banner. That's it right there. Amazon spray painted banner. Look and he's at got that. crap all over the floor. So he was probably making nothing. And I remember. It was on Am-
1: 60 minutes.
0: Yeah. Well, he's, so he's maybe semi known then. But I remember Amazon started as a. You bought books through Amazon. That was and the thing.
1: Amazon was my quarantine lifestyle.
0: Yeah, and now you buy everything through, like you literally, literally live off Amazon. Everything. And
1: if I don't want to go to the store, I order it on Amazon. So
0: you think Jeff Bezos? What's cool is like I would love to see what was Jeff Bezos doing because people always get like, okay, Mark Zuckerberg was an anomaly, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, Evan Spiegel, founder of Snapchat, anomaly. Yep. These guys were young. I read his book too, and
1: except I'm more fascinated with Evan Spiegel than I am with Mark Zuckerberg. Evan Spiegel has a more, he has a less, um, how do I word this? He has a less um, dramatic rise to fame where he's more fascinating in terms of like what exactly he achieved, Mm -hmm. where Mark Zuckerberg had a lot of issues intertwined with his, even personal issues. A lot of legal stuff. I I, I read the one about Snapchat.
0: They ended up getting, There's three guys that founded Snapchat and one guy kind of got forced. Out? I don't know if you get yeah, forced out or legal like action, or they had to whatever, buy him out or but, something.
1: Yeah, but I just feel like Facebook had Facebook even now has a lot of issues that follow it with like the privacy policies, the even the political well, stuff being shared, like fact checking. um And I feel like Mark Zuckerberg to me is now at the point where I don't think he is. I think he has so much in front of him now that even he is struggling with like how can he fact check, how well, can he do privacy policies, how can well, he make this legal? So.
0: So a couple of things, and I'll touch on that slightly. And so I have like the Snapchat book, I have the social network book, I have the hatching Twitter book. Like I have the books about that because I, I like, oh my I, I kind of like tech. They're like right there. I have, I have the Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs book.
1: Yeah, he's which, another. He's fascinating. That's a
0: big old book. That's Walter Isaacson. That's a big yeah. long one. But I haven't read all of them yet. I've read uh, one, two, maybe. Um, so, but the, the whole idea of like the fascination, fascination about where they started. So like I'm not. The Evan Spiegel and like the Zuckerberg one don't fascinate me as much because it was a quick rise to fame and and and, and, on, not not to say it wasn't great, but it was just something that they happened to hit something at the right time. Yes. And but then I look at the guys like Steve Jobs, uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. He's the founder of Nike. Phenomenal book because you talk obviously Nike now like where Nike is. He was selling Japanese running shoes out of the back of his car in the seventies. So now you think about where he is now, and like this, like mega, mega, mega billionaire that people don't even know what he looks like. And it's funny because in the book, he actually says there's a story that like he went to the movies with Bill Gates and Warren Buffett.
1: My God! And nobody
0: knew who he was, and he was the founder of Nike because he's just not a very public figure. So, but that's a really good book, Shoe Dog, by Phil Knight. So, but it's it's the idea of taking someone that's successful. And where were they when they started? To like we oh, know. I see
1: the Steve Jobs. Jobs yeah, the one. that is one. a big one. Yeah,
0: the, yeah, yeah. So that one. So you take like a Steve Jobs or a Bill Gates, or you want. And I like watching the uh, biographies of like where they started to where they're at now, because people. One of the things that I hate is people think you're going to get something fast and quick, yeah. and success is going to come overnight, and it doesn't. So I, I, and again, I'm very. I'm, I'm thirty. I'm not old. I, like so, I look at this as like I'm just at the very start yep. of my career I was kind of lucky by chance that I fell into a career that I really liked at 20 and yeah. I didn't like I didn't I've always talked about this I didn't so like, you were it, like, at like in it at
1: 20 at 30
0: yeah, yeah I've been this is my 10th year so yeah. I've had a at 30 I've been in a professional career for a decade which a lot of 30 year olds can't sit the same professional career yep so when I went in at 20 I didn't want to do it like I, I talked about this before but I get to like 25 before I was really like I want to kind of maybe stick with it And it wasn't until probably three or four, probably four years ago where I was really thinking I'm going to make a a career of this, or at least for the foreseeable future. So one of my goals, my long-term goal, my first year real estate was I want to be the top producing realtor in 10 years. That was my 10-year goal. I want to do it by the end of my 10th year. That would be this year which would be cool. Like my goal by the end of the year is to be, I was close last year. I was in the top three, but I didn't get, I wasn't one. So I look at, and this is out of like 150 people. So like, you got to be like pretty high up, especially real estate, which is uh, the average age is like fifties of like the average age of realtors is like fifties. And you got to think like, I think right now if I take the board numbers, I'm probably still in the top 10 youngest people on the board and I've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird like idea, but the one thing that I've thought about when you talk about like uh, Jeff Bezos and, uh, and uh, Zuckerberg, they're so far removed from that yes. original yes. layer. There's no way that they can micromanage everybody. Yep. So they are top. They they're got just, yeah. Like Mark Zuckerberg has Sheryl Sandberg, right? Is she? She's like the CEO. I
1: don't even know her name.
0: I think it's Sher- Sheryl Sandberg. I think is her name. I believe she is the CEO. Or the COO of of this, so yeah. you think about you can only have control for so long. Like I'm looking at like our company, we're a small business. Mm-hmm. Like I brought on Nicolette Monday as my full time assistant, and we're like, as you saw, we were like, comp- we're figuring it out. Like yeah. it's our first It'll take week. Some time though. Yeah, so that's scaling me too because I've gotten busy where I want to make sure that I can scale my position so I'm not lacking in. I only have so much time in the day. So yeah. I get stressed out every day because I'm like, I have just so much going on, all good stuff. Like I'm I don't wanna not, but it's I wanna be faster responding to people. So that's what Nicolette's gonna help me do, is that I will still be able to use my knowledge and, yeah. and help people.
1: But you won't be like flooded. But with...
0: I don't well, I don't wanna do all the what I call you Know little things that I was sitting at a uh, computer filing stuff and organizing and putting notes in. I don't yeah. want to do that because at the end of the day, my effort is best spent with clients giving them information and how to sell their home. Like me, me setting up an appointment for me is not a good use of my time. Going to the appointment, being with somebody and helping them out is a good use of my time, it's good yeah. use of my skill set. So yep. that's what I'm scaling. So when you talk about like being removed this is something i've even learned this week there's certain things that i'm like well why don't like i guess we'll do that but we got to test it to see if it works because for me it's like i have no problem delegating stuff but for me if i lose control of that am i am i gonna is there going to be gaps in my communication that would hurt because i've always been on top of all my stuff well i've gotten to the point now I can handle the client aspect is I can't handle the back-end stuff which Nicole already does her closing work but it's all even the back-end stuff from current clients that is yep. so I'm fine with like going to the appointments and being in front of people and like helping them out I love doing that if I could be out on the road all day long just meeting with people I would love it it's it's all the technical stuff getting paperwork together that like I don't listing appointments like yeah. getting the documents together and I don't want to do it, it. Slows just, you down. yeah give me the folder I'll go do the thing I'll, I'll, I'll make sure it's good I know what I'm doing. Uh, we'll solve your house. Like, I'm very confident in that. But it, it's that idea of like, man, there, there's there's you got, never
1: enough time in the day.
0: No, and and one of the things I, I was just talking. I mean, we were talking about this. Like, I plan on building this company up to something bigger than just real estate. Like, real yeah. I, I, again. I look at it. Like, I've been doing real estate for 10 years. I'm 30. I plan on doing real estate for the foreseeable future. But I think I'm going to add branches under the whatever this umbrella is yep which we just wrap in there sign me up what up what up so like but there's certain people no, that i, I was
1: ha- saying like yes
0: oh yeah so there's there's certain like what i want to do what i think would be one of the biggest like this is how my brain works like this downtown we've talked about it like this is like this downtown water area is, is to me yes, is and like I a heard visual your plan
1: with matt craig yesterday yeah
0: like visually this is what i want yes. i got like i gotta sketch it out i gotta like turn it into like a bad drawing because meaning i'm bad at drawing but like my vision of what I would love to see this place do, if I had enough money, like from a fill, philo- like one of my goals is to accumulate enough wealth to dump it all back in the North Country to build up the North Country even better for the, yeah. like the next generation. Which it needs it, yeah. And I think like
1: we have a cool spot. That's the thing that like don't even get me on this rant because I have a it- screaming match with my family all the time. I'm like, we have so many different like areas in our area that we could make so cool and we don't have the funding to do it but we mm-hmm. also don't have people that show genuine interest in doing well, it
0: I think I think there's a little bit of a switch within the uh, our peers mm-hmm. and I like I'm big like I like being with the Adirondack Young Professional Group because they're really big on that and I have some really good friends that have we've discussed this and stuff and I think a lot of us if we're like rowing in the right direction I call yeah. it rising tide like ri- rising tide society you yes. see that yeah. a rising tide raises all ships my goal is to try to one for me to personally accumulate wealth because I wanna eventually put it back into the community um from like a philanthropical standpoint, meaning like do some stuff where we like I said, build this company out where it's not just a real estate company. It's yeah it, real estate's like it goes bigger. Real estate would be like the yeah. early like Amazon Books is is like Kavanaugh Real Estate. Yeah. And then it grows. And then I wanna create jobs and positions for it's kinda of like nepotism, but not family, but family and friends. Like you, I, I've like there's people in my head that I'm like they, they just get it. Like they're people that like they're positive, they like the area, they have the they same positive vibe, energy, yeah. Like thought. So you're like one of those people, like I wanna be able to create a position at one day that Anna can step in and be do something within Rocket. Something, rocket. Well, I don't know what maybe it'll be <laughs> maybe it'll be mass producing charcuterie boards, but some, something that we do they're that very popular. And you're good at it. Something that, like, you could step in and, like, run a department. And I have a couple friends in my head that I'm like, I would love to have them work with me someday on a big, massive scale. Where well, it probably won't be just North Country. Like, I maybe may farther out. I don't know. And, again, this is, like, a a long, long, long-term goal where I'm like, my 10-year goal is to be the top realtor. And then you got to compound everything. yeah. So if I can like pull that off this year, then I'm like, great. I, I accomplished a long-term 10-year goal that I didn't set out in year one and be like, I got to do it by year two. It was unrealistic. I gave myself time because I knew it was a grad, like what I call like a, a distant climb or um, a gradual climb to a distant horizon. Yeah. Meaning like I'm giving myself time to reach the peak. I'm not scaling up something very fast. So that's what I look at the next. My dad
1: always says it's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. That day to day to me, to me is a
0: sprint, meaning like day yeah. to day I'm like running running boom 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 all over the place, but my my long-term vision is like this is a big part of the puzzle. And yeah. so then I look at like okay, 20 to 30 I got more confident, I gained more knowledge, I made more connections with people. Now 20 to or 30 to 40 it's going to be I think like one of my most fun decades because I think it's just there's so much that's going to be done in that time period. Yeah, and
1: you're like and it's gonna taking be a compound. off now, you know what I mean?
0: So but think, but think about when they talk about the snowball effect. Yeah. Like if I got like the snowball and rolling right now, but now we take like take take like that 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 uh, what would we just call it? The that? planet the planet thing. Yeah like we're just rolling into like the moon right now and yeah. then I'm gonna like roll that thing into like something bigger over ten years because it'll compoundly get bigger at a quicker rate yeah so then you think okay for 30 to 40 and then what's my 40 to 50 and what's my 50 to 60 and 60 to 70 because I'll be I can't just sit still so like this is what I, I plan on potentially doing so if you take like 50 years from now I will be 80 Imagine what you could do compoundly in fifty years. So this is why you look at like people that are high performers that have done stuff over time. Yeah. Most of them have done it a long time. So when you look at someone that's successful at in their sixties, like like Bill Gates is like in his seventies and like he's a huge name. Yeah. And then you look at like what he did back and like so a lot of these guys were like, well, I was oh, your age, I was working as like the male gut kid in the business. No, yeah. But then you watch where they Like, Phil Knight was selling shoes out of the back of a car. Like, barely making ends meet. Probably, like, living in a parent's basement. Like So then you you take all that, and the problem is people want... It seems like
1: with those businesses, though, that, like, once they took off, they never sat back down. So, like, you never... You didn't have, like, that 10-year gap. You know what I mean? Where you're, like, growing, growing, growing. It's like, once you hit it, it seems like they hit it, and then they just kept getting, like, bigger. And they had a bigger team to get... Bigger and better. You know well, what I that's mean? That's why
0: you talk about scaling. So for like us, we, like Nicole scales my my pending files. Yeah. Nicolette's going to scale my like life right now. And then what's going to happen is as that gets big. So right there's two positions that we technically, you, you know, like you create through what you're doing. Then it might be, I mean, from Nicole to Nicolette was a few years. Now it might be from Nicolette to the next person only like two years. And then from yeah. like that person, to the Even next less. person. And then all of a sudden you're talking like almost yearly, you're bringing someone on. Yep. In some facet. So my goal is to, from at least a real estate perspective, is get the new agents on board where they can become full-time agents. And then from there, create positions that support the overall company. Because at some point in time, I'm going to scale my complete, like I'm going to have at some point in time, step away from sales. Like it would just have to happen. Like yeah. I won't be able to do it. I will then be working on bigger projects. So my goal is the the Anna's, or not Anna's, the Hannah's <laughs> and the, the Ellie's and the Courtney's and like the Dells and all these people that work here is to get them to a point where they can like take everything that I've grown and just take that and then I will move on to something different and that's the goal so I don't think I'll be in real estate I'll be in real estate but I won't be doing like what I'm doing now full time
1: yeah like all day every day yeah like I'll step away
0: and I'll like kind of set the groundwork of what needs to be done and train and like step in and then go build other stuff. And then I look at it like a, you like tap you in a few years and be like, okay, I need you to run this. And you'd be like, okay, great. Boom, boom, boom. I already got my Cavanaugh hat. Like just jump in
1: (laughs) and my Christmas ornament and your
0: Christmas (laughs) ornament. So like that, that's like a long-term goal. But the cool thing about that is it it allows you to focus on something that will take like a lifetime to build. So then I don't look at it as I'm ever finished. And I don't, and what I think some people do, like if I looked at my goal, of like being the top realtor like that was like a 10-year goal and then what happens if I hit it then I'm like okay like I'm there like great like then yeah. it gets kind of boring so for me that's not that's like a speck on what I want to do so to me that's a stepping stone so I'll hit it I'm like cool I did it and then like the yeah. next day I'll just be keep grinding because I'm working for something way I mean like 50 years down the road so and again I always say modern medicine I'll probably live to like 120 so really like 80 years down the road yeah, so you never know so that's that's kind of the thing in my head that would be kind of cool so it's i don't know it's kind of weird but that's why i take a lot of stock from those people and then i don't expect to build a facebook i don't but i'm saying at a certain point in time i will be removed from like the like
1: your daily work activity like now, being as be, involved yeah. on like the front lines
0: yeah. where i will be in a different position which is natural as you build stuff up so like yes mark zuckerberg is not going to know everything that's going on at facebook or at or in every department or whatever so he's got department chairs and he's got upper management for them and then yeah. you can see how it breaks down and that's ideally how you have to do it you know it's not you know you would like to be every place at every time and doing everything if I was a robot I would do everything because I would do a good job at it. I think I'm good at everything but everything's not worth it's not the yep. best use of my time I should say because time is obviously a, like a finite resource the most finite resource anybody has time yeah. and health so if you have time and health you only have so much of both meaning health, meaning like young and energetic yep. and stuff. And then time being obviously 24 hours in the day and then trying to figure out that balance and everything else. So it's, it's a, it's fun though. Like, I think it's just I like never f- bored. N- never bored. And like always working towards something. Cause I'm one of those people. I'm like constant improvement every day, whether it be, you know, physically like working out one day, whether it be mentally reading a book or researching something or watching that video, like just things to like expand your mind and get better. Yeah. Whether it's going on, I mean, I've been in again thousands of homes and probably have met with a thousand plus clients yeah. in 10 years. So you got to no, think literally. how many people and conversations have I had where I've just basically been sharpening the axe kind of thing of like getting better and better and better and better. Um, so it's taken time, but it's like it's good. And then you kind of build off of taking that knowledge and bring it to something else, bring it to something else. You take it like Mark, um, Elon Musk is doing SpaceX and Tesla. He started with PayPal, so I like know. which is a huge thing. But then what was he doing prior to that? And that's where you want to go back to is. Where was he at 20, 25, 30? What was he doing? Yeah. Was he like, honestly, probably some nerdy kid living with like six kids, six friends, like coding in a place and like a in a ratty old probably. apartment.
1: And coding sucks.
0: Yeah. I've never done it. Don't want to do it. But like, that's the kind of stuff that like, that's what Bill Gates did. Like nonstop. Yeah. That's all he did. And that's what Mark Zuckerberg did. And they, coding obviously is like a buzzword kind of thing, but that's what they did for tech. And I'm not, I like tech, but there's certain things that I, I don't know. I just, I like marketing. I like people. I like. I like building stuff. I like projects. I like puzzles. So for me, this is all like a stepping stone and things you build off of. And it's kind of like my, I don't know. It's like a mental exercise every day, but it's fun. And even like negative stuff, like. You know, in our business, you could have a negative moment or a deal falls apart or a client stops using you or doesn't want to use you anymore. I mean it also
1: happens to everybody.
0: Yeah, so but I look at that it's like a little blip. But then I'm like, I'm so good at deflecting that that I'm like I'm so like focused, like this is what I want to do that any negative, I'm like, okay In the garbage, keep moving. Like, kind of like throw the ball. Like,
1: I think a big issue with like the small businesses, entrepreneurs, and our generation. The thing that I notice the most is that a lot of people in our like generalized age group that are like doing their own hustle, they're doing their own thing, they're trying to succeed in the workplace. You can't like critique to help them get better anymore. People take offense to everything, Mm -hmm. and like I'm that person that like if I'm doing something wrong, please tell me like. I would I'm rather saying. hack it right now. I'm not going to go cry about it later. Like, just tell me instead of, like, making this a bigger thing. And I feel like a lot of the people do, now don't do, like that.
0: Do you think you live in, like, a third body or a out-of-body experience at times? Yeah. There's times I look at my life, like, I'm... And this sounds weird. I look at my life and my day-to-day as, like, a, like I'm looking in on my life, like... Truman show kind of like I'm looking and I'm watching myself live my life, meaning, meaning I can like step away and look at my actions or decisions or place from a macro level where it's like, you're not doing that good. It's almost like I'm watching over myself and I'm like, and I'm like that. Okay. Don't do that. Do do this. this." Yeah. It's almost like I'm coaching myself. It's weird to think about, but there's times I can vividly like step out like think like critiquing myself from like a secondary yes. source yeah. and then adjust. And that maybe everybody does that. I don't know, but that's something that I found. I,
1: don't, I feel like a lot of people don't because in the people that like, like awareness, of what you're doing. Out, yeah, awareness, a lot of people who are working like positions that, even people that I've had experience with like letting go because they couldn't function in a professional environment. It's like, they never looked at it from an out of body experience where they were like, okay, this is where I could do better. I get myself so worked up sometimes that if I have like a week where like, I feel like I didn't do like the maximum that I should have done Mm -hmm. like that Saturday and Sunday that I'm quote unquote off in my brain is just like racking in everything and thinking about it all. I get like worried because I'm like, okay, well last week I was like, I wasn't motivated. I could have done my my coding updates on the website better. think people are going to notice that I was off with that. I didn't get this right. I like look at everything and I overanalyze in a way. And I feel like a lot of people, the, the opposite of me, they're underanalyzing obviously and they don't really care. And I think that when you point it out though, the offense level to it, that automatically you're like, okay, so am I too critical? Am I over like stepping my own boundaries of like pushing myself too hard to like motivate myself, fix it, do it like on the spot. And then there's just, I think the happy medium, but I don't see a lot of the happy do, medium. I see a lot of extremes. In do our you generation. critique
0: yourself a lot?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. I'm very critical of myself. So I get myself very worked up too. Like I like lose, I can't sleep at night.
0: Like when it, like what you just said, like perfect example. If for some reason I plan on waking up early, say I plan on waking up early, working out shower change whatever then i want to do a couple things for work and then i want to check this whatever third task and fourth task and then get to the office by eight thirty. like that's like the perfect morning then what happens is i sleep in later than i want i wake up instead of five o'clock i wake up yeah. at seven thirty. Then- i don't work out i don't do the other thing i do something else i waste time doing something next thing I know I roll into the office at 9 15 and I think in my head I'm like I just literally wasted that yes, whole morning and
1: then it bothers you all day that's but, me. but
0: yeah but what I do and, and again I, I I'm kind of it's a good it's a good attribute it bothers me but then literally in my head, I'm like, I can't change it. Like, you screwed up. I say screwed yeah. up, but, like, you didn't maximize the morning. You made some bad decisions. Not, like, I mean, literally you just. like, make up for it. Yeah. Just, so then I, I literally in my head, I'm like, okay, it's 9.15. Yeah. Just have a better day from 9.15 to what time you go to bed. And yeah. I and I kind of, and again, but it's the analysis part of, like, I'm anal- anal- analyzing my morning. Yeah. And I'm like, that was, honestly, that. that was a D minus morning. It was terrible. Yes. But let's, okay, now we're all of a sudden we're going to start working for that A-plus rest of the day. And I try to shift myself that fast, like literally that fast to the point where I could have had a bad two hours in the morning. I'm like, I just wasted so much time. I did this and messed this up. I had to restart this. I you know, got off track here. And I'm like, you know what? It's 11 o'clock. I have the next 11 to 1230. I'm just going to go boom, 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 and just cram out a bunch of work. Yeah.
1: So Except tr- then at the end... If I do that, though, at the end of the day, I'm, like, crashing. I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, S- some I, I feel like I threw my whole day off. You know what I mean? Like, I like to have my it, routine. Yeah. I like to get up, get my coffee, and just crank it out in the morning. So when my morning is screwed up, it's, like, the rest of the it, day it, is. It,
0: it, it throws you off, but it's kind of... And I use the analogy. If you're, if you're working out and you're eating right... I hate dieting. I don't like the word diet. But, like, if you're in a portion where you're really watching yeah, what you yeah, eat yeah. And, and being nutritionally good... And you decide one night you're going to have a big crappy dinner with a dessert and then whatever. And it's just like, oh, that was a bad decision. I shouldn't have ate that. The amount of people that say I shouldn't have ate that and beat themselves up, my thought is, okay, well, that's fine. Tomorrow's a new day. Just start and eat better. Like you had one little moment where you you went off track. It's not yeah. the end of the world. You can't fix it. You did it. Like just live with it and just say, okay, well, guess what? My next meal, I'll just get back on track. And like – yep. I always look at if I miss a day stuff of working. Like always happens. Yeah, it's, it's we're life. It's yeah. human. Like we're human. It's life. It's like if you miss a day where again you want to work out, and it's like I went three days out working out. Well, guess what? Just work out tomorrow, and yeah. guess what? You're back into it. Just don't beat yourself up because I really don't focus on. I look in the past and it says like I like like I said looking at people that were successful till now. Yes. I like studying what they do to kind of give me some knowledge or or maybe some guidance going forward. But I don't beat myself up, and then what I do is I don't dwell in the past because I yeah. don't want to change the past ever because it's gotten me to where I am today, which is fine, which is great. I have a great like life, family, and everything. So, but then I look at, you know, I do, I can't change the past. So if something bad happened, or I said something wrong, or I did something wrong, or I didn't do something. I can't go back and change it. So then it's like, what do I have? I have full control going forward, yeah. which is like my my psychology in real estate is if some deal goes south. My thought is okay, like hey this this didn't work out. this is what we're doing next and then they're like, wait wait, but but this is so bad the deal fell apart I'm like, I know it did, but I, I can't yeah, change it. so I'm not gonna dwell it. on it and and people people always want to that's one of the hard things I have is now people want to complain and and well why is it yes. this way and that it's way And I'm like, like I, I agree it's it sucks or like
1: correcting wrong you know what i mean like or, or it's a hoping, very basic or, thing or
0: being like well oh, i wish they didn't do this or didn't do that i'm like i i 100 agree it yes. would have made my life easier too but we didn't so guess what here we're we we're now like here's our next action plan to make it go yeah. forward and i'm very much like like that where if things are going wrong it's like okay what's the solution okay it's almost like going down a path like oh uh, damn we had, a, we had a, we're going through a maze uh end of the road turn back okay what's the next path what's the next path and eventually instead of sitting there and complaining yeah. that you hit a wall hurry up and go find the next breakthrough and then eventually get to the other side and that's kind of the my thought process you can just kind of put your head down and just like trudge through and eventually get there obviously you want to try to take the path yep. of least resistance that's never going to happen there's always going to yep. be negative so you just kind of like how can you overcome that and go like boop boop, boop and get back on track
1: yeah very and it's not a. it's i don't think it's a common way for a lot of people and it kind of bugs me. Maybe it's because I'm obnoxiously positive when I walk into like I'm Do you, I can be negative, but like if I go to like work or something, like when I go to the sales meetings, they make fun of me because I walk in the door and I'm like, "All right, here's my list. Let's go." And they're all like oh. Do
0: you do you find by being positive that you have less negative in your life that comes with it? Because a lot of it is perspective.
1: Yes, because I also I also would categorize myself as um I'm positive about work and stuff, but like I'm also like tired by the end of the day, and when I get tired, my negativity shines through. But it's almost like I'm that person that just needs to sleep it off, and once I sleep it off, the next day, usually I'm like, okay, totally fine, let's go again.
0: Wait, you can you can get tired. Like you can get like there's some days at the end of the day
1: where it's like you feel defeated. That's kind of where I am, where well, that's when my negativity comes out. I don't think I'm negative and actually I don't think I'm negative at all because I started from a I the position that I started in 6 years ago no experience, nothing. I now have like people contacting me about positions, jobs, ideas, marketing plans, Mm -hmm. like wanting advice. But like the thing is, I don't think they would do that to me if they thought that I was a negative person who couldn't like handle the changing and shifting. I think professionally I handle it very well, but do you know what's funny? I don't think I handle changes and the off track in personal life in my personal life, as well as I do professionally. Professionally I'm like a textbook, like it's, through and through awesome and then personal wise I'm like totally different the way I leave I lead yeah I <sighs> which is strange because normally you think you would be that way with everything but like I'm very different in terms of how I control my positivity with professionalism and my positivity with like personal life
0: yeah I think positive because it, like it's the perception that you have of everything that you do yep and I think just by focusing on the good and being positive, I find that I attract way more positivity and less negativity. I attract positive people. And one of the things that I've gotten very good at is the last couple of years have really like come out of my shell because I was like, you know what? Like when I first got into real estate again, I was 20. I was this little kid. I was like stiff, meaning I was scared to say something or overstep my boundaries or or act, you know. Goofy or whatever, because it's like, I just thought I was in a professional adult setting. I had to be like this stiff, like, 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 you know, just very straight lace, like tight collar kind of guy. And then I finally got like five years ago. I'm like, I'm gonna do a couple videos, and I'm like. I like videos better when I can be kind of fun and make mistakes yeah. and joke. And then...
1: Or personal, like personable, I mean. Yeah,
0: and like actually have a... You don't pers- want to be
1: the robot. Of, yeah,
0: and like have a personality. Yes. And so when I do like, this is great because I feel like I'm talking to a friend and I have a personality. I don't want to be stiff and be talking like very... I don't... I, I like being outgoing. The benefit of that is my clients are way easier to deal with now than they've ever been because... They, a lot of them have seen me on video and talking and hearing me. So they know my personality and the way I, I, you know, my goods, my bads, all that. But for whatever reason, it's fine with them. So then I come and work with them and it's usually less barrier of trust, meaning they already trust me. I can work with them. They're very similar to me. We have fun. We can joke around. We can goof around and everything's good. And like I went, like when I go to like a listing appointment with people, people think it's like, Oh, we're listing appointment. They were like, and I go in and I'm like joking around. I'm like, yeah. let's have some fun. Like I'm here to help you sell your house. It doesn't it's definitely have to be
1: like, blah.
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely serious. I take my job extremely seriously and extremely serious in the sense that I, yeah. you know, you're making a big decision. There's a lot of money involved. You're, you know, might be your, uh, what's it called? Retirement or moving up or try, and like, there's a lot of things involved for, especially real estate. Cause you're talking thousands yep. of dollars, not a couple dollars. So. I take that very serious but at the same time we don't have to be stiff like I can go to a listing appointment
1: you want it to still be a good experience yeah I, wa- I think that's like another thing Well,
0: I like walked in the other day lady I've never met before went went in and I go in I'm like I kind of stepped in the house a nice house I'm like I'm gonna take my shoes off she goes ah don't don't worry keep, keep your shoes on keep your shoes on and I, my response was no I want you to see my cool socks <laughs> like I literally and I cool I had I had pretty cool socks on that day so like but, like, you can have some fun with people where, like, I never would have said, I've been like, hi, like, not misses. i I'd be like, hi, so and so, and then be yeah. like, okay, show me your house. Like, too timid. Like, you got to go in and have a like, be loose. And it be, makes
1: them feel more comfortable, too. Yeah. Cause
0: all of a sudden this guy comes in and he's like energetic, like, oh, okay. And then they get energetic. Then they get excited about the deal. And then yep. that's a lot of clients when I can get them excited. Cause real estate is like a, f- I think is fun. It's something that if people put too much, too much, um, stress into it. it can be stressful for them I try to be more lighthearted like it's it's definitely a big thing we're we're not downplaying the yeah. importance but we don't have to overplay by being too stiff like let's have some fun let's let's be yep. you know I'll do a great job for you but I want you to have fun in the process because it should be fun you know whether you're buying or selling and that's something I thought I think I've brought to the table real well over the last few years and what's cool is again I've everybody that's ever worked here I've never actively like went out and got yeah I've like you were probably, like, one of the only people that I've ever said, like, I really hope, like, you could, like, there's a couple people, but it's not like I'm seriously, like, recruiting anybody. It's more of, yeah. like, I would love for you to do something at some point. Every agent that's worked here has come to me first. Every, you know, all the jobs, we literally just put, put the jobs out, and those people have come. And it was cool as I know a lot of people that are applying for positions yeah. here. So it's kind of, I don't call it recruiting because I don't recruit anybody. Like, I'm not recruit, I don't recruit agents. I don't recruit, it's like. I call it attracting. I hopefully we do a good enough job yeah, and would, people catch that's the vibe word, and they want good to be way a way to
1: describe. It. Yeah.
0: They don't yeah. want to be, I don't want to recruit anybody here. I want them to be attracted to come here and they want to come yeah. here because they found something either with me or the company or the people that work here. And they're they're like, interested. Be, yeah. Be, what you guys are is doing is fun or interesting. You seem like you have a good time or you seem like you're lighthearted. Like when Nick started, she came in and like, we were just kind of hanging out. I'm like this pretty low key and she's like, yeah, it's like, I'm like, yeah, like I want to have a fun vibe. Like I don't yeah. want to have a very stiff, like punch the clock here, leave here. Like yeah. get your work done. Just get your work done. Do a good job. Have fun. And I don't care if you're here for seven hours or 10 hours, like just yep. like, I don't know how much you're going to work every day, but we probably should get going. I didn't realize what time it was, but we're rolling right now. Rolling deep. Yeah.
1: We had a, six, a good one.
0: 630. Six okay. Oh, yep. We gotta go. Gotta go. Okay. Anything else, Anna?
1: No, I think we did good.
0: Say, say your website again of your, of your blog.
1: It's annahewitt.co. So, like you do, we spell that A N N A H E W I T T dot C O.
0: How many of these episodes have you listened to?
1: I listened to almost all of them.
0: Are you, you know really? who was one of my
1: favorite ones? Guys who comes on? Um, I think it's because I like his Instagram too. Uh, Philip Page. Philip's a baller. I just find him fascinating. Phillips, not, I literally just did you like, see his
0: new episode of on TV? It's no, like, was, I've
1: seen him post about it, but I haven't seen so it. So they myself. posted the first one. But like, he is a dream garden. He is like mm-hmm. a hustler. And if I if
0: I go out to visit him, which I want to at some point, I'll I'll, I'll let you know. Maybe you can carpool out. My He'll God, keep, keep I don't know why in I car just find and then him fascinating. Fun. Even he's like
1: a, his conversations, like I just listen to him and I'm like, he fascinates me. He
0: is a legit like legit agent, and he's only been yep. doing it like three years. He's incredible. He came on to this once, but he's one where like if he's coming in the area, I'm like, I'm like, Phil, and just eng- tell me. But when. he
1: engages with you and everything online, like, and super, I like his Instagram. Super stories. guy. That's also what I'm thinking about. Super
0: guy. Also, like you said, he's very, very, very personal with people. Like, yes. in the sense of like, I can't say enough good things. He'll probably listen to this, Phil. If you're listening to this, shout out, we love you. Um, all right, so that's it. Episode 72, Anna Hewitt. Hewitt.co, formerly known as Elbel. Um, <laughs>
1: no, get rid of the Elbel. It's gone. Elbel I, I is still dead. Have it. Your
0: photo, what we're going to post on Instagram, will be you holding your Elbel mug.
1: Oh no! Yes, God. come
0: on. We got we got to do that because that, that just adds. to it. Have you ever held that for the story? No. Maybe we'll have you I've hold that, never and then I got heck. a shamrock you can hold up there too. Perfect. Or your bowl, maybe your Christmas ornament. That'd be nice. Christmas in Closing June. Closing with it. Actually, guess what? Guess what? Six days, six months from today. What? Christmas.
1: Oh my God, that's kind of crazy.
0: Fun fact, yesterday was my half birthday. Today's my son's half birthday.
1: Well, happy half birthday.
0: Thank you. Um, so six, about six months from now, I'll be ordering a Chakuturi board. All right, check her Beautiful. out. Hewitt.co, we're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G A E L A N. T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.